I'm Bobby the Brain Heenan with the World Wrestling Federation. Admiral Heenan to you for the day. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not. Well, I have, happen to have a letter here from them. They're in. Uh, well, the owners are in Europe. I'm that's sorry. right. They wrote me I, the letter here, and they'll be back in a couple weeks, I mean, maybe two months. May I see that again? Well, it's in Czechoslovakia, and you probably couldn't read it. I have a translator. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can. No, well, my translator will be on in a minute, and there's some personal things I want to talk sorry, about. I can't take this about, boat out of port unless. Well, I... let's put it this way: it's going to be a good day for us at sea today, and uh, well, we don't have to do um, any. We don't have to do any fishing. Most things we have to do is just make sure we have good service here. See, when you get a lot together, it just falls out of your hand. You'll know about that towards the end of the day. I don't think that's a good idea. No, it's not a bad idea, but I'll take you. Want to get the phone? From Television City in Hollywood. The following rustic exhibition requires discretionary viewer participation. Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting edition of GFA Live. I'm your host Peter Winston and today for GFA Live 135 we're going to be looking at WWF Primetime Wrestling from November the 22nd, 1988. This is on the WWE Network and bless you if you have the version without the uh, Peacock commercials that annoy me so much and have basically kept me from watching things on there but our version apparently will have the original commercials from the usa network and i have an understanding of the wrestlers who will be on this show and i've watched this before but i don't exactly remember what happens other than just kind of main plot points because yes this is where gorilla monsoon and bobby heenan will be on a boat for some reason, because they like to do these things on prime time during that period. Apparently they just got bored or something. Nelson Swegler or one of those guys from, you know, whose name you hear on the Pritchard show. But anyway, there's nobody that I would rather have on this journey than my amigo, my compadre, my best friend in the whole world, the inventor of the Sid Justice speaking spell, Mr. Keithy Langston. How are you? Why? <laughs> We the, we discussed the cow we, says why why <laughs> this is uh, we were we were discussing this five minutes before we started doing this show for real the, yes the Sid speak and spell and how it would be the greatest thing in the world just have you know Sid say all the letters of the alphabet mm-hmm. it's it's an offshoot of my Sherm Feller idea which was to have the former Red Sox PA announcer. Uh, basically utter all human syllables so that they could just, you know, play that instead that's like of having the, a new that, PA announcer. That's like that that's like that uh episode of Thirty Rock where they find out we find out Jack Donaghy had recorded every word in the English dictionary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean I had that idea as a child, but I will grant you that I was a very strange uh kid. But you know I actually came so- up yeah. I came up with a really good idea today while I was going out uh, grocery shopping. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Okay. It's it's for automobiles. So I always <laughs> have the uh, I always have an issue with getting nails or screws in my tires and then creating like small leaks and stuff like that. With so you, it's go- always it's always nails, isn't it? <laughs> it's always nails. It's That's... always always about nails. That son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I thought of this really 
I thought of this really neat idea where you could put like a a wire bristle broom on the front of your wheels so that it kind of like sweeps the street as you're driving. <laughs> so it would push away all the new nails and screws and rocks and things that get stuck in your tires and cause you to have like small, slow leaks and, you know, flat tires and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an interesting idea, right? Well, isn't Probably that not. kind of the whole thing with run flat technology? I don't know what that is. That, that's in some of the tires. I don't know. It's just something out here in tire commercial. I, 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 having watched the NHL over the last 15 or 20 years, I feel like there's a definite uptick in tire commercials. And I'm not even talking about the local stuff like the Sullivan Tire ads. I'm yeah. talking like, you know, generic Bridgestone, yeah, Goodyear well, commercials that you see on a national program. In the same, in a similar vein, um, do you do you know why we still bring up horsepower when we're talking about like trucks? Like, does anybody even like? Is anyone going to be adding five hundred horses to like a wagon these days? Like nobody's doing that. Like I think we can retire the word horsepower when talking about automobiles. I'm going to put that in the bad bunny division, by which I mean I am not necessarily a part of that culture. Mm-hmm. But I'm uh, so I, I'm not going to deny that it exists, and I'm sure that that still goes on, where you add horsepower to to your car. Maybe not to the extent that it, it once was, because you know you got to meet these BS emission standards. Which, which by the way, my mother failed her emissions test for like oh. her car. Well, apparently it's that she doesn't drive enough or something. Mm. I, I I don't know what the deal is. So we're. We're gonna do a thing like we did last year, where I'm gonna I'm gonna run all my errands on a Saturday and just drive her car everywhere. So that I'm sure I'm sure that'll be very exciting when I when I get around to doing that. You should record that for a show. That would be a good show. Yeah, you know what? I have not recorded a podcast in my car in a very long time. That used to be a staple of mine. I mean, remember when I recorded twenty straight minutes in my car coming back from New Jersey? Mm-hmm. That was that was strange. It really did pass the time quite a bit. I think that's episode one hundred nine A of Greetings of Greetings of Valentine. Mm. That that show that show that I've done in the past, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I I listened to an episode of the other day, and I sound like I'm from another planet. One day it'll be back. <laughs> one day you'll be back. It's the worst tease in, in podcast history that I'm that I'm putting on here. It's like no nobody really gives a shit at this point. It's like we've been doing this, you know, for uh, quite some time now, <laughs> like three years. Almost. Yeah, it's been so a long time. <laughs> only seventeen more until we can make a certain audacious claim. It's been, been twenty long... fucking years. <laughs> yeah. Been a long time since I rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we should get into the show because it's two hours. And uh, <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I know you like to stay up late, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nearing the end of the audit season. And ah. I, I, it's, it's so close, I could taste it. Ah. Oh, I still love the, I love the primetime music. Oh, it, it is fantastic. But once again, I'm distracted by that eternal question that I have. Most consequential wrestler in the company who's not in the intro. Hmm. Which is funny because Bam Bam and Morocco are there and <laughs> they're not even in the company anymore. Matilda. Well, Matilda's still there. Is Matilda still there? Hang around. Oh, well, 
I guess in a technical sense, you could say that at Survivor Series, Matilda no-showed the event. Mm. Which, by the way, Matilda never gets the shit that, like, say, Sid does for no-showing stuff. Like, Matilda no-showed a fucking pay-per-view. What the fuck? Sid always showed up at pay-per-views. <laughs> like, why Why are we treating Sid and Matilda, and, and you know, so, so differently? Yeah, they should be held to the same. I just want Sid to be held to the standard of a uh, an actual canine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, and how? Now, do you understand why they would do these prime times, like in these random locations? Um, I mean, yes and no. I don't know if I continue. I mean, well, I got... think I do. They, they clearly got, like, bored and basically yeah. pitched the USA Network for, like, let us do oh, these okay. on-location things where, like, yeah, they randomly go to Tucson mm. uh, in, in January. Well, here they are. They're, they're at a marina on a boat. And the reason why I think they're there is they must be in Southern California mm-hmm. because around this time, Heenan and Monsoon did mm-hmm. a... Uh, LA sports arena show Mm -hmm. and while they're out there doing that you might as well bang out a prime time as well Mm -hmm. and uh, speaking of bangs uh, we we do got some uh, lovely ladies who will be joining them (laughs) 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 on on this boat this this is the closest we ever got uh, crossing uh, Gorilla Monsoon with the actual concept of sexuality Mm. I will, which, which is long overdue and sadly missed. <laughs> oh, I, I was gonna I, say, I think I know who the most consequential person left off the uh oh, the yeah. opening is. I think it was perfect. Do you think he's consequential enough at this point? Because I would say Santana or Valentine again. Oh, okay. All right. That I'll give you those. Yeah. But but perfect would probably pass them within just a couple of months. Really. Jesus, Santana's the friggin' tag champ. Yeah, like the earlier earlier in the year. Yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> we can't have this Mexican guy mucking up our intro. No! I can't have that in <laughs> but we got to keep him around for another four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we Heenan's on the boat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're gonna be doing a lot of like what? <laughs> this looks like, like bar. This looks like bar Chris's well, boat. To be on board. <laughs> uh, increased by a factor of about one hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> I think this ha- this might be the same boat that they did the interview with Flair on. Oh, it's a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. This is Vince's boat. It has to be, this has to be Vince's boat. Yeah, well, I'm not really Mr. Van Buren. Mr. Van Buren is the man who made the reservations for me. See, I'm chartering the boat for the day. I had some friends coming by and everything. And, and your uh, name is? I'm Bobby the Brain Heenan with the World Wrestling Federation. Admiral Heenan to you for the day. Oh, I'm sorry. Admiral. Well, I have, happen to have a letter Excellent. here from them. They're in, uh, well, the owners are in Europe. I'm that's sorry. right. They wrote me the letter here, and they'll be back in a couple weeks, okay. maybe two months. May I see that again, Well, it's in Czechoslovakia, and you probably couldn't read it. I have a translator. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can. No, well, my translator will be on in a minute, and there's some personal things oh, I want to talk sorry, about. I can't take this boat out of port unless well, let's put it this way. It's going to be a good day for us at sea today, and uh, well, we don't have to do um, any. We don't have to do any fishing. Most things we have to do. The, the marina worker is like, he's like, should I turn heel for this wad of a hundred dollar bills? And he's like, yeah, sure, fine. He's stuffing. Uh, Heenan took the money back. <laughs> Heenan's the smart. Heenan is without a doubt the smartest manager in the WWF. He's a, he's actually. 
I think he's doing this on DiBiase's money because of all oh. the all the profit he made from DiBiase between Hercules and and Andre. All the profit. <laughs> These were the original street profits. <laughs> Heenan and Monsoon street profits. Are you blind? <laughs> Where's that smoke? <laughs> so Heenan's on the phone now, and and you probably no, nobody did a telephone bit like Bobby Heenan. <laughs> nobody. In the, in the history. In the history of American television, I can't vouch. I can't vouch for the Brits. I'm sorry. In the history just... of our sport, no one's ever done a better, a better phone bit than Bobby Heenan. It is strange seeing Heenan talking on a phone that's not, um, not shaped like a banana, <laughs> like like he would have on the set there. Uh, that's funny. But you can or probably guess hand, who, who's like on the other end. Phone. Yeah. Huh? Or those Garfield ones that have been washing up in <laughs> France for 30 years. Saw something about that. Hello. Yeah, Br- Brain, you're actually there. I can't believe it. Gorilla has never looked more like a mobster than he does right now. <laughs> yeah, this he, is need, a, this... he, he needs a peaky ring, though. <laughs> this is uh, Don Gino Morella right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob Morella doesn't really carry the same, you know. But Gino does. You could say Gino Morella. <laughs> that's that's Bobby. The fuck the fuck is this? <laughs> what kind of likeness is that? Is that me? <laughs> what am I doing on there? Uh, you did it that's... again to me, you piece of work. Yeah, I'm driving around here with Ray. Don't have a clue where we're going. Monster, you get lost in a phone booth. I sent a cab for you. I don't know if the cab broke down. Oh, you're in a limo now. Just a moment. Some Don Perry on about four bottles will be fine. <laughs> yeah, could you, um, just, uh, Marina Del Rey. Is he Robin Quivers? Off from Los Angeles Airport. Don't know how to get here. Marina Del Rey. Ray, do you know Marina Del Rey? Sure does. Okay, we'll be there in short, short. Yeah, just a moment. Caviar would be fine. Just a little crap. Was it Ray just Apollo? Is that who's driving and, uh, around? Yeah, just take I need to start using the phrase short, short in my everyday vernacular. I'm popping for a whole big thing here. I'm, I charter a boat my, probably every other day out here. Okay. No, don't yell at me. I'm not going to. No, I'm not. You won't be embarrassed. No. Just get here. Yes. Okay. Fine. Me and Raul here, we're going to get some uh, snacks out. Okay. Yeah. Novak. 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 Okay. Novak. <laughs> he and his ability to have a conversation with nobody, just one sided, is. Opening match with a special edition of primetime wrestling. Special delivery Jones taking on the. Yeah, this is Eras Collide here. In the year of our Lord, 1988. Special Delivery Jones? I didn't even think he was around after WrestleMania 1. Oh, no, he he hangs in. He get he got over in Australia in his team with Paul Roma in early oh, 86. That's right. That's right. That's right. But you didn't you didn't you did not see him on TV nearly as much in that 86 87, but like yeah, yeah end of 88 here. I think he hangs around into 90, but you just don't see him on TV no more. Look at this Jai Solbro right here. <laughs> God bless him. I think Akeem is over with the fans in. Uh, I thought this was Boston, but uh, there's yeah, it, so the, the entrance way is a little different. We do have Rod Trongard on the uh, on the commentary. This is actually the Philadelphia Spectrum. Oh, so. and SD is probably going to get booed because he's uh, now billed from Antigua in the West Indies. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of hearing some booze there for SD 
because of how he bailed on Philly. Yeah. And the SD stands for some dickhead. Well, I mean, Will Smith uh, ditched West Philadelphia, and uh, everybody was okay with that. Which I think is probably because his auntie and uncle were so uh, beloved by everybody. Excuse me. Keep his name out your mouth. (laughs) Oh, God. Did, Did you have to bring that up? Because, like... Are the Oscars on like this, you know, are they on right now? Is it the Oscars or the Grammys or the Tonys? I have no idea. All I know is that it's not Scarsdale's surprise. That's all. (laughs) I I don't, I hardly will watch that sort of thing. (laughs) I, I watch hockey on a nicely basis. In fact... In the background right now, I have the very important uh, Nashville, Arizona game going on. Mm. Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Scarsdale Surprise? Yeah, isn't that uh, what the <laughs> isn't wasn't that Paul Heyman's second bankruptcy? <laughs> I remember. No, when, I know. I know it's a Seinfeld thing. When right? we when we recently when we recently lost Raquel Welch. Oh uh, yeah, I, I actually I actually made a point to be like. I was talking to somebody and I went, you know, Raquel Welch, the one that was in Scarsdale Surprise. And then I said, you know, she was notoriously known for not waving her arms when she was on stage. <laughs> and I said it in, I, I did it in a perfect bullshit game manner so that mm-hmm. everybody around me was like, really? That's, that's what she was known for? <laughs> you really are terrific at that. You should be a politician. <laughs> I probably should be. I mean, I'm still scarred from your John Denver had a uh, custom-made Muppet made for him in 79, but it never got used, so it just it just ended up somewhere. And no, it's I, that it was too expensive to make, so oh, they just decided to hire him to come in instead. Oh, okay. They that's, couldn't get because you gotta you gotta add in like such little subtleties, like they couldn't get the eyebrows right. <laughs> I don't remember anything weird about John Denver's eyebrows. I mean, no, if it was Eugene, if it was Eugene Levy, they could have just used no, Burt's. No, the Muppet, the Muppet. Oh wait, eyebrows. that's that's Sesame Street, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's still created by Jim Henson Company. I get Mupp- I get Muppets and Sesame Street confused. Yeah, but they're they're all still created by the same people. I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, we we missed a we missed a comment from Slick. Yeah, SD Jones versus Akeem is. SD is just doing like mocking dancing of Akeem, who's doing mocking dancing of mm. Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> so recently, I uh, I reached out to a, uh, a a ring gear designer, yes, asking if I could have them create uh, Dusty's eighty nine ninety polka dot <laughs> gear for me because I want Dusty Rhodes gear. And the the woman wrote back and said, "At this time, we're not doing replica outfits." And I was like. Ugh. Okay, I would have paid the full price for the gear. <laughs> like, I was kind of, I almost was like, I should have wrote back and been like, yes, I'm a, I am a uh, independent wrestler who works for uh, Chaotic from time to time, and my gimmick is that I am a Dusty Rhodes impersonator, <laughs> you, and I need you know, Dusty's 8990 gimmick. <laughs> thing about that though is that uh, 35, 40 years ago, we already had Dirty Rhodes. So there yeah. actually already has been a uh, dusty impersonator of sorts. Yes. But I, I do think one could come back, given given the push that, that Cody is getting. I think you'd yeah. have to maybe be a little bit more subtle about it. 
and utilize utilize his entire career. Like, yes. watch some dusty shit from the seventies or something, and yeah, and work that in along with the, you know, oh the, the more could famous imagine, stuff. Could you imagine if I wore like the jacket he wore at uh, was it Starcade '83? Well, doesn't he only do like that interview in the locker room where he's like, "I got winner, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's the one? What's the Starcade where he come, where, is the what's the isn't it Star? What's it Starcade eighty four when he wins the title? When does he uh, win the 80, title? Eighty five with the dust, the famous dusty finish. Yes. All right, so maybe that's the one because I think it's the one where he wins the title, but it could mm-hmm. be eighty four. But one of them where he comes out and he's got like he's got the friggin' jacket on. It's like the satin jacket. Oh, it's glorious. What? Are, what are they chanting at Slick? <laughs> I, I, you know what? It's Philly, Be- you never know. <laughs> best that I not raise the volume on uh, 15 white guys screaming at a yeah, black man. Yeah, yeah. You may want to just, uh, you may want to move along, move along, move <laughs> along. We we move on. Yes. We move on. Oh, look at that. The S.C. Jones Memorial Charge by, <laughs> by the original guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is on the list of ten things that in my podcasting career I've I hope I've successfully gotten over, you know, as a concept. I think so. <laughs> to, to to name that hope spot after SG Jones, I think is a fitting tribute as he just took the uh, the splash and that match is over. Sure. <laughs> this this show was actually November twelfth, so yeah. I, Akeem has now been in that gimmick for a while now, like six weeks. He's he's starting to look like what we knew him to be for all that time later yeah. on. Yeah, he's 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 getting to master this this art. I mean, and this is and this is art. Uh, like I think somebody he probably went to somebody. He's like, look, how, how am I supposed to like do this character? And they're like, I'll fucking just do a Dusty Rose impersonation. <laughs> I, I, I look. My Chinese just arrived here. I'd really like to eat, George. But I, li- but I like, chi- but I like Dusty. <laughs> I must said I like Chinese, but I like Dusty. I taught. Didn't I tell you to leave? All right. I'm trying to have my wonton soup. But I, but, but Dusty's my friend. Hey, will you get out of here? I'm trying to enjoy my uh, egg rolls. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll go try to figure this out. By the way, these are pan seared dumplings, not steamed. <laughs> oh, we're back at the marina again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're really trying to make this like a movie, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. I don't know where that monsoon could be. You give them simple directions. Got some lovely ladies. Bimbos come. <laughs> Bimbo. Look come at Bobby on. with the shirt come open. On up, bim- uh, ladies, come on up. <laughs> come on, Bimbos. How you doing? Glad you could make it. Huh? Hold the handshake. Lay one out. <laughs> okay. You wear the big shirts today. You say they wear the big shirts? Glad you could make it. No, the bathing suits today. Oh. So where's Hulk? Who? Hulk. No, no. I said I'd have you something better than Hulk. Better than Hulk? Ravishing Rick Rude is supposed to stop by momentarily. Oh, my God. Really? But my brain busters, King Haku, really? the Red Rooster, Million Dollar Man. Hopefully they didn't watch Crockett in 85 to know that uh, Tully Tully likes to push around women. (laughs) I guess that was 86, but Yeah, he changed. He's a changed man. (laughs) Some bubbly. Would you like some champagne? Who's this in the limo? 
bottle of bubbly up here. I gotta learn to just it's Gorilla. <laughs> you like my boat? You can hear him fucking talking. Because <laughs> he's already mic'd. <laughs> he, he was he was mic'd in the in the limo. Gorilla's always working. Always. You know which 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 boat to go to? Yeah, knowing that cheap <laughs> is probably that little blue job there. Why is he blue one down there? Hey, Weez, you there? <laughs> I like the fact that he calls Heenan Weeze. You know, I know it's short for Weasel, but it makes it sound like he's George Jefferson. He's calling out to Weezy. <laughs> hey, Weezy. <laughs> Are you blind? I have to admit, we're only twelve minutes in. Yeah, and this is more phenomenal. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting verklempt over here. Getting verklempt over here. Hey Weeze. Hey Weeze. Handyman's here. Probably below decks. <laughs> Give me a hey, break. Hey, you don't you don't oh, yell. Is that a joke? He's below deck. <laughs> what is this? He's down there with Big Puss. You should be. Who are you blackmailing this week? I'm blackmailing anybody. I just bought this uh, little craft. Yeah. Would you like to come? How about my trip that you messed up? Wait till I get my hands on you. You're in deep <laughs> trouble. You're going to threaten me. You can't come on board. Huh? You want to come on board? What are those? A couple of ravishings rejects there? What? They're a couple of uh, friends of mine. Oh, that's not <laughs> nice, Gorilla. <laughs> what did you say? They're a couple of... Uh, bi- uh, uh, bi- he started to say... <laughs> but he just said the, the B. By the way, why is, Gorilla's, uh, Gr- why is Gorilla employing G. Gordon Liddy as his driver? I just fucking said that to you. I go, why does he got G. Gordon Liddy with him? I'm sorry. I was having my coughing fit at sorry, the time. Jimmy, I'm sorry. You have coffee? No, my coughing fit. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to be up all night if you have coffee. I've got, I've got to enunciate a lot better over here if I hope to succeed. Fuck him as highfalutin bullshit. Yes. Seriously. Gorilla also needs more chains if he wants to be taken seriously as a... Uh, as a captain, as a capo, he's, he's got to be careful though. He doesn't want to OG, you know, over gold. Yes. Actresses, <laughs> you want me to come on board? Come on on board. Give a Kojak a half a buck and come on yeah. on. Okay. Why don't I make my way down it. there? We'll take a look at where the WWF is going to be headed. Banana Dash is the big guy. I think I think Gorilla actually broke there. When yeah, absolutely, that's an absolute <laughs> break. Break. Yeah. Oh, good. We get to play one of our favorite games again. We haven't had this one in a very long time. He liked he liked that Heenan called that guy Kojak. <laughs> I'm that, a big fan of Kojak. He's at he's asking Heenan to stop on like every other joke, but but Ko, Kojak jokes from the seventies. Get over with Gino. <laughs> Gino's got the same sense of humor that you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, got any Barney Miller jokes while you're at it? I don't know. But how about that? How about that? How about that youngster, Abe Pagoda? <laughs> Whip a snap. This is this is the return of one of our old favorite games, which is the uh, see if see if we can name which guy that they're gonna say. You know, like coming to Cedar Rapids, the Bolsheviks. You know that that sort of thing. So we'll take a we'll, we'll listen to the city name and location and we'll try to guess. One of the favorites here at GFA Live. <laughs> it's the World Wrestling Federation All Tour coming to these great areas and facilities with action. Oh. Saturday, November 26th, we return to Detroit, Michigan's Joe Lewis Arena. Okay. Joe Lewis okay. Arena in Detroit. <sighs> I am going to say because we, we know that there are certain guys that are that are on their way out. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say the the um the uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's on their way out. What do you mean? Well, no, there's there's guys like the British Bulldogs, Ken Patera, oh, 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 who, oh, oh, who oh. you're not gonna be really seeing anymore. Um, ooh, hacksaw's a good one. I'm gonna say the Heart Foundation. Hacksaw is always your go-to, and I want mm-hmm. I wanted to steal your go-to right off That's the bat. Right. All right. And the champion, Macho Man. Ah! Tops a great card in Detroit. <laughs> all right. Well, I was okay. say Savage, but I didn't think they would lead off with him. Yeah. Well, Savage is a lead-off guy. Okay. <laughs> and now you you also know my other theory. Well, let's let's hear the next one. Friday, November twenty-fifth, Pensacola, Florida, the Pensacola Civic Center. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. The head of the table, Roman Reigns, will be appearing in his hometown of Pensacola. Um, no, my my ongoing theory with these is that they alternate face heel, face heel. Because you know they yes they can't just say all faces because that then no. that gets boring. No. So I'm I'm gonna say um, Pensacola sounds like a like a B show for this time period. Uh huh. So. I I would suspect the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Okay. I'm gonna say hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't subscribe to my heel face heel face thing. No, not 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 organically. No. Okay. Ravishing Rick Rude. I have to admit. This is my favorite of all the games that we play on this show together it because is, we're yeah. both just routinely terrible at it. We're both terribly wrong at this. We, we, we spend way too much fucking time on it. And <laughs> it's... But, it's the... <laughs> but it is one of the best bits that we do. Okay. All right. All right. Third line. November 25th. Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, okay. Hartford. Okay. All right. Hartford. Hartford's going to be the A show November 25th. Okay. All right. Can I go first? You can go first. I'm going to say Hogan. I'm going to say the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Hulk Hogan will be oh! in a super card in Hartford. Fuck. Yes. I lose my blouse. <laughs> I like when I can sneak in snap sh- slap shot quotes and, and you don't know what they are. Anyway. All right. Friday, November 25th. Rosemont, Illinois. The Rosemont Horizon. Okay. Now, now we're in Chicago. Okay. This is this is more. This is a biggie. This might actually be the A show over Hartford. Um, well, Hartford, he did say it was a super show, but maybe uh, he just said that because Hogan was appearing. <laughs> true, true. All right, so I know we have Hogan. I I gotta go heel with this next one. Mm-hmm. So in Chicago. I am going to say Andre the Giant. You know what? I was going to say Andre as well. Um, so I'll say, was the first show Friday? Was like the, the first f- show Friday? Like, was the Friday first show that Friday. they listed Friday? Like, are these all three shows? Yeah, Pensacola, Hartford, and Rosemont are all on the Friday. Okay, all right, all right. So the first one was, uh, okay, um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Bad News Brown. Mm. 
Andre the Giant and others. Yes. It's, it's one one. You know what this is? It's like a soccer match. Yeah, a lot of our things will end up zero zero, but occasionally you'll get a game where we both score. Wait, well, no, it's one one now. I guarantee you this is it. We're going to penalty kicks. <laughs> Wednesday, November 23rd, uh, Ohio, the Hara Arena. Okay. All right. Dayton, Ohio is Hara Arena, home of Heatwave 98, ECW. Mm. Uh, mm. I I once set foot in that arena with Bob Hack, Bob Hack Entertainment. Uh, night, be, night before Thanksgiving, mm. pretty close to the Richfield Coliseum. You're in the same state. So who do you think? Um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say demolition. I'm gonna say Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, that's 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 the one that we always like to go to. But now we can kind of eliminate Duggan from all future ones. So Yeah. Yeah. He's, been, uh, he's been future endeavored. <laughs> great. We've fucking eliminated five choices. November 23rd, Cincinnati, Ohio, Riverfront Coliseum. Okay. Who who would be big who would be big in Cincinnati? Dean Ambrose will be on the bill. Yeah. Brian Brian Pillman. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh I guess I will say so they said Duggan. They mm-hmm. are kind of sticking with that heel face, heel face. So I'll say, I'm going to say the fabulous Rougeau brothers. I'm going to say demolition. Okay. The ultimate warrior oh. of the card <laughs> in Cincinnati. It's the World Wrestling Federation. All right. Well, this is one to one. To one. one to one. <laughs> it's a push. Out of six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we each go one for six. I, I, th- I think we're going to spare uh, a lot of comments in the commercials because we've done shows. Yeah. With commercials like those Vegas, I, I know it was those Vegas ones. I'm going to assume that this footage might be from the same guy, so we still might get local ads for Las Vegas. But right now it's for mm. Super Mario Three. This is Super Mario Two. Two. Thank you. Oh right. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Super Sorry, Mario I my, Two. I got my you timeline did. confused. '88 was the year of Super Mario Two. Oh, Dick Butkus, star of such uh, shows as My Two Dads. And there Actually, is a locker room with my two uh, dads. Uh, Aqua Velva. Yeah. Oh, that's what we watched yesterday. We watched Twins. And there's that scene at the beginning where Danny DeVito goes, Ah, Aqua Velva. <laughs> oh, you mean that guy from Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah, you know that guy. Yeah. That guy from Taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Taxi. <laughs> that's the, is that the next show you're going to watch and talk about? <laughs> it's that no. I don't think ta- Taxi is on one of those streaming services where it's like, yeah, you can watch the episodes, but mm-hmm. like it, it's like deep streaming. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Albie Shore Hotline. I think I just saw Albie Shore on a show that I am rewatching, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Albie Shore. Oh, that's funny. Albie Shore Hotline, huh? My friend Albie Shore, in effect mode, used to have a crush on Dawn from En Vogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this commercial. Yeah, we we know this commercial. It's the one where the guy is definitely uh, fucking her at the end. Yeah, this is uh, a this is a like Stetson Cologne, I think. Yeah. Stetson Cologne, comfortable, easy to wear. And for that great smelling guy who started my car, I get off at six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and at eleven too. 
I think it's really funny that we remember that Stetson commercial. I think that was during the run of where we were doing the uh, beta carotene. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, Bret Hart with the sunglasses on. Yeah, it's just yeah, kind of your generic Sean Mooney promo for the Survivor Series. Yeah. That I think we've seen on Superstars previously. Yeah. Oh, I miss you, teams of five. Well, actually, I guess they have teams of I guess they have teams of five now, don't they? Yeah. When they do those matches. Yeah. Why do they bring back the fucking music for like early '87 for the special report? You know what the good thing is? Um, not to change the subject or cut you off, but now that like Triple H, like this is gonna be his first Survivor Series, really. Like, no, I guess he was in fully in control last year too. Because I was gonna yeah. say, like, this it might was... be his his this might be his first one where he's like really, really, really in control. There's a good chance that they bring back the like the actual real Survivor series. <laughs> like no intergender species matches. It'll just be like straight up, like, you know, five people from Raw against five people from Raw, five people from SmackDown against five people from SmackDown. But how will we know? How will we decide brand supremacy? You know, you know what would be great is if you know how they do brand supremacy? Do the friggin' five team, the ten team tag team match. Have <laughs> five tag teams from Raw against five tag teams from from SmackDown. I I've made my piece that that that'll never come back. <laughs> And I and Pritchard complained that, like, oh, we had to use this cherry picker to shoot the match. It's like, yes, how unfortunate that you fucking did something different than what you guys usually do, which, mm-hmm. you know, is the same shit you've been doing for the last 20-plus years. Fucking disgrace, yeah. So we get Lord Al in the, I guess this is our whatever happened there segment. Mm-hmm. It's a special report. Whatever happened there. He's going to feel like Brian Blair has been Jesus. fired. And he's, sounds... going to be re- he's going to be replaced by Scott Casey. Because he sounds real somber right now. Oh. <laughs> centers on this Thursday night Survivor Series, which can be seen on pay-per-view television. The unique format of teams of five striving to survive may form some intriguing combinations, such as four men against two, or even such extremes as five against one. <laughs> this obviously makes for a highly volatile situation. Hear that, 1994 Razor Ramon? <laughs> you could have three guys against two. Six guys against seven. All the all the permutations of orgies that Lord Al has attended in the past. He's trying to do that math. <laughs> oh, seen, I'm pretty. Have I seen four guys take on two girls? I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure Lord Al has seen four guys take on one guy. Oh, that's that's his choice. Oh, <laughs> I've seen that. We call that a Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> An orgy of at least twenty people. That, that is that is the Survivor Series. Yeah. So let us hear from some of the World Wrestling Federation officials who will have to control these explosive confrontations. Oh, great! A Tim White promo. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this is an unexpected surprise. What the world is watching. <laughs> well, t- Tim was Andre's handler and keeper at this time. Timmy White. Timmy White. Oh, I'm going to make you, you, you know that if, if Hebner gets on here, he's going to be way too excited. He's going to, he's basically going to be pulling the Bruce Hart shit to get himself over. <laughs> and you hate him anyway. Yeah. Thursday night. It's a referee's nightmare. It's hot enough to control a tag team, but teams of five 
anything can happen. I think Tim White was concerned that somebody was going to attack him off camera because his eyes were, like, shifting. Like, Why did Tim White just sound like he was Kevin Sullivan there? It's a nightmare. The guy runs, the, the guy runs a bar in Rhode Island. He, he ran a bar in Rhode Island. Of Humble, course he's going to talk like that. He sounds Humble like a family Rhode guy. Island. Character. He sounds like a family guy character. Uh, I wanted to... <laughs> he sounded actually like the bartender at the uh, Rusty Clam or whatever it was. <laughs> yes. All right, our next round. Hey, Peter, you want another beer? Yeah. Oh, Joey Morella. Oh, oh, I. You know what? I don't think I've ever heard Joey Morella actually talk. He 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 came up as a soldier in the Monsoon Organization. (laughs) Does he sound like? Does he go like this? Does he ever say the term? Are you blind? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He died the same way that Chrissy did. In a car accident. Jesus Christ. What? Did Gorilla fucking suffocate him to death on his own blood? No, Whippleman probably did. Oh, okay. Well. Probably. Whippleman we, we, was I... always known as a good button man, you know? <laughs> you got more buttons than your mother's corsets. <laughs> survival series. This Thursday night, we have one main concern. It's for our own survival. <laughs> he, think, he thinks somebody's going to kill him. <laughs> My God. So... First of all, he said survival series. Oh, well, and, I like that. And then secondly, he, he that was the most boring man alive. <laughs> yeah, he didn't sound like what I thought Joey Morello was going to sound no. like. No, it yeah. kind of sounded like this. He was like, <laughs> he sounded almost like Ray Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond. I I just like that, you know, he, he grew up in a house with Gorilla, and <laughs> Gorilla probably used, like, those monsoon-isms on him as a kid. <laughs> So he probably can't stand. He he probably couldn't stand like watching the TV because he's just <laughs> hearing all the same dad jokes. Do you think it, that he fucking hurt? Yes. Do you think Gorilla would go like, that guy's three hundred feet if he's a foot? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, here he is, Hebner. Yeah, he's gonna be way too excitable. By the way, if you need a Survivor Series shirts, I got some. I got some nice ones at the trunk of my car. <laughs> Survivor Series very difficult to referee. Take, for instance, if Jake the Snake and Damien meets Andre the Giant, I don't know if any of us could keep that under control. Very, very interesting. (laughs) No, no, it it is. Notice they only saved this for primetime. They don't put this on. They don't put this shit on superstars. Have have we been? I mean, we actually don't have access to all the primetimes other than the ones that are. I guess they're on. A lot of them are on Peacock, but I can't I can't watch them in the same way here because uh, I don't think they allow a share screen. No, there's a lot on uh, on on YouTube, though. Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are just segments. Um, yeah, 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 you're right. You want, you want to know what's crazy? Speaking of YouTube and things that get blocked there, mm-hmm. I, I spend very little time in, I guess it's like the YouTube studio app or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I happened upon it, and I always wondered why my Ken Patera uh, getting injured match from 87. Uh, all right, this is an anti-drug ad. It's really fucking bumming me out um, to the point where I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> What was I? What was I? You were talking about, about um, the Kempatera video. Oh right, Jesus! Like like dead babies there. Do I really need that in the middle of a wrestling program? 
So my Ken Patera match where he hurt his arm is blocked. And I never mm. knew that I could look up exactly what caused it to be blocked. And? <laughs> it's it's the part of the match where he does the body slam where he hurts his arm. It's like, why why are they so concerned about that? Like, yeah, why is that? Why is yeah. that? Why is that a thing? Yeah, it also got tagged for the Olympic music at the beginning. Oh, well, that's probably yeah. what it was. But that not, that doesn't get it banned. It it gets a you know so you can't monetize it, which I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting information of like, oh yeah, this is this is where this is where this guy hurt his arm and had to wear that hideous arm brace for the first Survivor Series. Now shame. we're back at the marina. <laughs> hey, now. Here, it's in my blood. Brain, where are you? I'm over here. Are you up there? Give me another glass of bubbly what, what while you're you up doing? Mind? Look at this. Thank you. Highly polished teak. Boy, that's good. I'm, I'm impressed. That step fix. I'm impressed. But I'm not happy. Why aren't you happy about it? Why, why, why am I not happy? Why wouldn't you be happy? Look why at this. Why wouldn't I be? You see this? You brought your laundry. It's all I got left. They lost all my luggage. Philadelphia, Los Angeles. Non-stop, first class. Six stops. Change planes three times. Who does your travel arrangements? I'll have talk. I've worked with Miss Betty about this. Miss Betty. Miss Betty's responsible. You're lucky you didn't come on the hound. I'm lucky I wasn't strapped to the wing. What are we going to do? We're just going to sit here and tie it up? No, we're going to sit here and get out of here. Listen to you gripe all day. You want to go out? Can we go somewhere? Wait a minute. Hey, Gilligan. Get this bucket of bolts going, Catalina. Gilligan. <laughs> While we uh, get ready to go to Catalina, let's take you to a most interesting matchup. Former family member of Bobby DeBrain Heenan, the real king, I might add. Would you like some bubbly? Race against oh! Let's go to ringside. Some bubbly? Sure. So, I almost was going to correct myself for something that I said about Harley Race not being a member of the Heenan family technically. But I yeah. was correct, and it stemmed... If Gorilla says that he's not a member of the family, and also Heenan's not at ringside. So, there you go. And yeah, Harley, this is the Arco taping. Which is the Saturday Night Main Events for most of December. And you will notice that they have the damn banner on the apron, I think. (laughs) For for that one as well. Although although they're they're not zoomed. Yeah, you can see the banner up by the the ceiling. (laughs) That irritates me. So, yeah, Harley Race versus Alex Knight did not take place on Saturday Night's main event. If it was Harley Race versus Alex Wright, well, that's that's a different thing. That's a that's a dream match we, we never got is, let's say, 1981 Harley Race versus 1995 Alex Wright. Um, Was that really a dream match people were craving for? I think it's the first time in all of Internet wrestling podcasting that somebody has said, that's a match that they want to see. Hmm. Time traveling Harley Race goes to Super Brawl '95 and faces Alex Wright instead of Paul Roma. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Was that that Roma Alex Wright match? I think yeah. I think it was Super Brawl. Five. Yeah, that's the one where Roma gets fired at though. Yeah, it gets he's because he sandbags him. Left a lot to be desired for me, Jess. What a dick. Now, I was a horseman. Mm. Yeah, you he, were. He was. And and everybody has done everything in their power to, for the last 30 years to undo that. Yep. We don't invite you to things. It's like Bar Chris at um, Malden Catholic events. 
this Harley race comeback is so weird because of the nature of the injury that he had and how serious it was. I mean, it's like, all right, yeah, tough dude coming back that quickly. But, like, really? I, he came back for the European tour in mid-October. The, the, mm-hmm. Those were his first matches back. Mm. So Because he did that thing where he jive-danced with Akeem on the way to the ring when they were a team. Well, I know when, when we watch the 89, when you watch the 89 Rumble, you see his big scar on his gut. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so sad, you know? Well, that's a fun match, him him and Aku. I mean, it's not... It's a great match. I'm not going to... I don't think it was like an all-time classic or whatever, uh-huh. but... You better, well, you better watch yourself. No, I... I I, I liked it as a match between uh, two dudes just, like, uh, lay, laying shit in. Yeah, and Harley ha- Harley's doing his Harley things where he's falling out of the ring, uh, like, literally up to after the match where he, <laughs> he like, falls out on the back of his head to, to put over how great the one true king's mm-hmm. super kick is. Har- Harley being Harley. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there was a decision that went into Harley's tights that he has there where the crown is slightly off center to the right. I, I like, was thinking the same exact thing. And I almost feel like <laughs> I almost feel like remember that time that Don Morocco had the skew like lightning bolt or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the lightning bolt company only would do it on the right. They would never do the lightning bolt on the left butt cheek. Hmm. Well, was there another was there another guy that we were talking about that had like his tights were like well remember when Akeem first came out and he had like the Africa was slanted yeah like Somalia was like south of <laughs> Angola like yeah. how, how, like what what kind of drawing of Africa is what this what kind of likeness is that <laughs> why is my continent on there what kind of likeness is that. <laughs> I, I actually said that at work the other day. I texted you about this. My my image was used in a corporate like thing during like a town hall. Like you could see me in the background. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what kind of likeness is that? Fucking FADA for fund admin companies now? <laughs> you did say that. You go, fucking FADA for admin companies now? <laughs> And I, and I wrote back to you. I went, if they were great artists, they'd be in the museum. <laughs> if, Which I don't think was, you found as funny. If it was a drawing of me, it would actually be funnier, I think. I told you. Yeah, but it's not It's not like you. I've never seen this side of you. Well, you've never been in my uh, backyard, per se. No, I thought perhaps. I just, I don't know. Champagne you requested? <laughs> right. It took you long enough. Ad, bro. That's what the ad was. Hey, the not- why, why you got the life jacket on for? Hey, good. Where's, um, Terry? Well, oh, that's, that's, oh, close enough. Oh, boy. Uh, this, this is Mr. Uh, Monsoon here, Gorilla Monsoon. Hi. This is uh, Bridget and uh, Larry. You're associated Terry. Terry. with this piece of work here? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Gorilla was doing that Captain Picard thing from Star Trek. Yeah. That meme where he's got, like, his hand in his face. The fucking palm, face palm. Yes. <laughs> oh god 
What kind of likeness is that? I don't know how, how the decision was made to do this episode, but I, I'm glad who, who whoever made it, they deserve. Well, I think you're probably right. They probably did go to USA and be like, listen, guys, let's give you guys some some comedy material, you know? Yeah. And, and they're still they're still doing the house shows, which honestly, when they stop doing the house shows at like, uh, you know, Boston, Philly, L.A., Mm-hmm. Uh, MSG, they didn't stop until later. Um, that kind of killed primetime in a lot of ways because the the matches you start seeing are often replays of superstars and are just not mm-hmm. not not the same not the same level matches. No, seen fewer named guys. Yeah. Well, what are we celebrating here anyway? Well, the holiday season. Never mind the holiday season. Well, what about Thanksgiving night? Is this a little? preamble to what the celebration is going to be like for you? Well, if I can get off this boat with you and these two, I think I've survived. You survived, huh? Obviously, you think big things are coming your way. That's a survivor that. series, yes. You won't be behind the mic with me. The body will be with me. That's right. No, they're going to be with me. No, not those oh, bodies. Jesse, Jesse the body. The body. Oh, well. Right. Yes. Where's the He'll be here. He's going to meet us out here in one of his boats. Oh, please. Please. Thanksgiving night, we're only a couple of days away. We'll all be hey. there. Make sure you're there as well. Better if not, take glass. advantage of that pay-per-view. Move it. Right now, we'll take you to the World Wrestling Federation Event Center. Oh. Oh. Event centers. I like that Gorilla wears long black slacks to the marina. <laughs> and there's probably a FCC rule against Gorilla Monsoon wearing shorts. Don never wears shorts. His co-captain is the honky-tonk <laughs> man and the outlaw, Ron Bass. Oh, we get uh, honky, honky Bass again. Honky, honky. Yeah. My favorite team. Yeah. Well, my really? Favorite. Huh? <laughs> That's your favorite team? No, it's, well, because of the, no, well, it's my favorite team name, Honky okay. Bass. You mean the shit we just made up three weeks ago? <laughs> yes. Now, if we were to give them, like, a real legitimate team name you know like the hulkamaniacs the mega powers you know what do you think we would call them um i i would i would make it something like the um i'm thinking of like rhythm and blues but like i'm trying to think of what you would describe ron bass the outlaw blues or something like that Ooh, yeah that actually would be pretty good yeah but if you called them outlaw radio <laughs> then you'll run afoul of Channel 60 on Sirius XM. You know that one that Hillbilly Jim, one of the favorites on Sirius XM, has a show. I think he does. He does. I think he does. Um, all right. What do you call? Is Beefcake and Warrior like the ultimate haircuts? No, they're one Warrior Nation. <laughs> That's... I'm sorry. If we're if we're sorry. retconning. If we're retconning this, let's at least do it with knowledge that we have. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Well, let's right. let's we'll rename them as we see them. You mm-hmm. know, okay. coming up. You know, hockey talk, man. It's this Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, Survivor Series, one of the biggest nights ever for the WWF. And you know, we're kind of going to go against the season a little bit because if you think a little bit, everybody's around with family and friends. You know, and they're getting together. They're thankful for this. They're thankful for that. But you know, I know some individuals. They're not going to be thankful for anything. But probably when the big outlaw and the honky tonk man gets done with, I'm talking about you, Ultimate Warrior. I'm talking about you, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake. 
I'm talking about you jumping Jim Brownstone. How about you two dancing Sam Houston and that blue blazer? Let me tell you, people, Survivor Series is when you get down and get real nasty. And you're looking at the nastiest. We've got the experience in the Survivors. And I guarantee you, we're going to be taking it to them. Oh, I'm ready. I, you know, I'm thankful for a lot. I like that you don't laugh when he calls him honky, but you laugh when I call him honky. <laughs> I don't know why, but hearing a southern guy or a guy from Texas saying another calling another white guy honky isn't as funny as hearing a guy from fucking Wolverine say it. <laughs> that, that is a point that is well taken. Come on, honky. This Thursday night, the honky talk is thankful that he has got the greatest team ever assembled. <laughs> this time, this Ooh. time, the honky talk man is so thankful. And it's Thanksgiving night, and the honky talk man with outlaw Ron Bass, bad news, bro. Crack the hammer, Valentine, dangerous Danny Davis. Now, I'm telling you, if that's not a team to be thankful for, there's not a team around. And we feel like. On Thanksgiving night, this Thursday night at the Survivor Series, Rick'sville Coliseum, the Honky Tonk Man, Ron Bass, and our team is going to play a tune Ooh, it's with Miss Betsy. One, <laughs> and this right here is like one. nobody has ever heard before. They're <laughs> going to be thankful. They're going to be water. thankful. Okay. We're coming at you this Thanksgiving. Sending a message to the team co-captain by the Ultimate Warrior. Well, <laughs> Mooney doesn't have a witty name for them because he doesn't have the information that we do. Is Ron Bass... Is he's he's passed away, right? Yeah, he died a while ago. Yeah. So on that team, Danny Davis, Greg Valentine, and Honky are still alive. Yes. Yep. Hmm. Not a complete Sad. team. Sadly, bad news is in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Sad news. Sad news. Sad news. Brown. Nintendo Entertainment System presents the Blue Blazer. Here, the high-flying green tactician catapults himself off the top rope and slams his opponent to the canvas, displaying WWF power at its highest peak. I love the Blazer's music. Here's why these members of the United Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I think uh, it would kind of get spun off and recycled a few more times, but... Why is Johnny Lawrence yeah, on our TV? Yeah, now? that does look like William Zabka doing a commercial for allergy medication. It's Bob Hoskins. No, this isn't allergy medication, is it? Oh, Alka-Seltzer. Oh, sorry. Alka-Seltzer Plus cold medicine. Hmm. Alka-Seltzer Plus put Alka-Seltzer regular out of business. Just when you thought you knew which battery was best for your car, along comes this dynamo. Megatron 34. From <laughs> Megatron. It's it's so powerful. Don't don't hook your genitals up to it. <laughs> the, the Megatron battery is so powerful. It's catching it's catching passes in Detroit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That was his nickname, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. You, you think it would be a little bit sharper on football players from 10 or 15 years ago? Well, you know, it was in Detroit. Well, the Lions even made the playoffs a few times. I mean, they didn't win any games, but... You know. I, used to, I used to say that that's one of the guys that the Patriots should have got. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been nice. But I, I think they did okay without him. They did. <laughs> no, they did. But I remember how, like, everybody would always complain that, like... I mean, now it's the same thing with Mac Jones, but everybody used to say, like, uh, it'd be awesome if Tom Brady had a guy that could go downfield and catch a ball, like Randy oh. Moss did, you know? Yeah. It's a shame that didn't work out longer than, than it could have. No, I think it's, 
The fuck is this commercial? Is this an earlier? Is this an early thing of 1010321? Save ten dollars by ordering before December fourth. Call one eight hundred five two one. This guy looks like freaking Harry from uh, Night Court. Night Court. Harry the Hat. Oh, okay. It's a fucking long distance. A- 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 AT and T. Yeah. So I was kind of right. It was like the pre- took them a while to get there. Oh, Survivor Series report. This is where we're going to get the team promos in earnest. And Mean Gene's there, so you know that they are so considering you know this. A, good. It, it, they're, no, they're considering it an important segment. If Lord Al is doing it, they're like, oh, he might just spout off about the orgy he was at the night before. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back with with the heels again, and <laughs> Terry Taylor will he be able to keep his hands to himself in this promo? Um. All right. So who do we got? We got yeah Taylor's behind DiBiase. We got Bossman Virgil, Haku Akeem, Heenan, who looks like he's gonna start first, and then yeah. you got Slick in the back. All right. So we see Heenan's talking. So I'm gonna assume. The thing I find, again, the thing I find really funny is that DiBiase's not a captain. Yeah. The, co- the captains are boss man and a king. But yes. you know he's going to talk. And he's like, in these promos where they only let the captains talk, he's mm-hmm. like the only other person that gets to talk. I think he's being he's being treated as a de facto captain. I know, but that's yeah. what I find humorous is that he wasn't on the poster as the captain. Akeem's the captain. He, Akeem's getting captain money, but he's he's getting to take a... You know, he's he's taking like a lieutenant break. I think I think Slick's not going to talk here because, as we learned, the Arn Anderson corollary. If you're if you're in row four or back, you're not getting a word in. I'm sorry. So, so the manager, the manager of the third and fourth guy or the fourth and fifth guy on the team is going to get to talk first. And the manager of the captains isn't even going to get to speak. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. What a shit show this is. You know what I have to be thankful for? Because I'm going to be sitting at ringside with Virgil and my good pal Slick, and we're going to be watching these gentlemen stop five turkeys. <laughs> Survivor Series, survival of the fittest. No, in this case, Virgil, it's going to be survival of the richest. And this team here is all jacked up. They're all keeps looking at the money. <laughs> Terry Terry Taylor, he couldn't figure out what to do with his hands. I'm also concerned that this is the same promo we watched on the last show. I'm just, I can't even see what Terry Taylor's doing because I'm focusing on, look at this picture you have right here of Heenan with this like half smile grin on his face where he's staring at DiBiase's like money. That's all he's looking at is DiBiase's money. (laughs) Well, DiBiase looks fucking unhinged as usual. What kind of likeness is that? Yeah. Taylor Taylor moved his hands at one point, like he was going to put him on uh, DiBiase's hip for the prom photo, mm-hmm. but but he decided not to because they they told him we we will have you killed if you touch Ted again. Just because you guys were pals in the UWF two years ago, that don't mean shit here. Mm. This is a whole new ball game. I have already lined their pockets. Oh, it is the same promo. Yeah, because DiBi- Terry Taylor takes the money. Yeah, he, he catches it and puts it in his jacket. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big day. And what are you going to be thankful for, Hogan Savage, my slave, Hercules Coco? Thankful that the night is over. Tell him about it. 
Spoke Baby, I can splat me. We had custom fit everybody. But I brought a special pair. Yeah, this is the same promo as last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Well, I, I, look, I'm still going to celebrate all Survivor Series team promos. But, yeah, we, we did see this already. That is and a we, very... Oh, go ahead. We had to expect it, considering that it's literally the superstars from the two days before this. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a very that's a very colorful team. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they all, all their gear is all different colors. Like, DiBiase <laughs> had the green. Haku has the purple. Rooster's got the red. Bossman's got the blue. Akeem's got the yellow. Mm. They, they are a veritable Benetton ad of, of teams. And here we are with one warrior nation. And look, Jim Brunzel is there too. And I think that's Sam Houston uh, drinking a Jack Daniels in the background or something. And introducing, introducing Jim Brunzel. I don't think the I don't think the blue blazer. I think, I think they just did these without him. No. Oh, yeah. Like, like how hillbilly Jim was phoning it in. Mm-hmm. Like, hillbilly Jim called to say, tune into his show on outlaw country. <laughs> Sirius XM Channel 60. All right. So, I mean, uh, I, you know what? I, I don't even have the thing queued up for the Warrior this week. So, whatever. <laughs> the time is growing short. This Thursday night, Warrior, this Thursday night, it will be the chance when the TV that we have put together here and what a balanced team with Jim Brunzel, Sam Houston, and the Blue Blazer. <clears throat> Those guys live yeah. from limb. Honky Tonk Man, Bass, Valentine, Bad News, Davis. Just chalk it up. You might as well not show up because the ultimate warrior here that's going to stomp little Vinny holes all over you. We're bringing the ultimate intensity survivor series. Up in the club. How up in the club. Can they be chopped up into? Slimed and carved just like the big turkey on the table. Well, Honky Talk Man, I've been riding that fine line of intensity or insanity long enough. And in Survivor Series, I make a promise to you that my team is coming filled with rain. All right, they packed. <laughs> yeah, that was the same promo, so I sped it up a little bit. It was good, though. Yeah. Warrior at 1.75 makes him sound more, uh, more intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. Are we going to get the heel tag team? Yes, we are. There we are back. Arn Anderson sitting in his seat in row four. <laughs> Conquistador number two in row five. Yo, Diviasi. Oh, no, wait. That's not. Volkov doing that thing that I do whenever somebody is standing in front of me who's a little <laughs> bit taller than me. Just raise your head up a little. Yeah. He's standing on his tippy toe, tippy toe. Yeah, it's like, do you have, do you have to stand on your tippy toes to tower over Jimmy Hart? Come on. <laughs> I'm I'm not buying that, Nikolai. Come on, huh? Yeah. No. <laughs> Poor Arn Anderson again. I mean, I can't say it enough. Mr. He has to listen to Mr. Fuji cut a promo for 40 seconds while he's back there with a fucking pacifier in his mouth. And he literally looks pissed off. Like, he does look <laughs> aggravated, doesn't he? I think he's aggravated because that's his character. Oh. He's he's an upset person a lot of the time. That's you don't the think it had to, you don't think that's... it had to do with the fact that he knows he's the best promo in this room right now. In '88, I'm not sure if he necessarily knows that yet. Although he 
certainly I think has had more promo time in the last three years than any of these guys seeing as though, uh, well, maybe Tully since Tully was a singles champion. <clears throat> so I was trying to figure out who's directly behind Fuji because I can see like, I could see you, like a big dazzled you, shoulder you pads. You don't remember. This is Jacques Rougeau this yeah. is the Jacques Rougeau gets Fuji eclipsed. And yeah, this is going to be the same promo as last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at my new family! The family portrait! Like Mr. Fuji says, this is a new family! And it's this Thursday night! When this team's on one side of the ring, and the other team's on the other side of the ring, who do you think's going to walk out of there with no injuries? It's going to be us, because we're going to kick everybody's teeth in! This is not going to be a picnic! The powers of pain, the hearts, the rockers, the bulldogs, the stands! Talk about destruction! Talk about devastation! Talk about demolition! Talk about nasty, mean people! Take a look! We're going to walk into Richfield Coliseum, and it simply says, Survivor Series! Look at the surviving faces. There's not an opponent on the other side of the ring that wants to get in with anybody. We're going to pick and choose. Powers of pain, hearts, rockers, stallions, one by one. You're out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's always weird when when we do this podcast and we're watching the same shit week after week. I mean, I know that the WrestleMania 8 press conference, that's one thing. But when when it's like these mindless promos like this, it's like, yeah, I want to see every one of these ever. So when I see one for a second time, it's like, eh. It's a little disappointing. Yeah. It's a little sad. This Thursday night, the big one in Richfield, Ohio, the Survivor Series on Thanksgiving Day. And I think all of us got a couple scores to settle in the right. When you talk about turkeys, this is the place for turkeys. You got 10 turkeys, 10 turkeys, count them. We got the demolition, we got the results, we got the bullshit, we got the brain busters, and we got the conquistador. But this time, we are all prepared, and we're going to dish it out like nobody's ever seen. Right, Anvil? You know, in Survivor Series, it really boils down to who's in the best shape. <laughs> With a poke out in the power of pain in the bulldogs. What a team! Look out, boys! Look out! Yeah. We are coming! Yeah. Who, do you, who do you think was the best micro-machines man out of that? I'm going to say Jim. Anvil. Jim Nidot. Yeah. You know what I like when Brett said 10 turkeys and he started naming the teams? I wanted him to name specifically all 10 people. So you'd be like, we got one turkey X. We got another turkey smash. We got another turkey Jacques Rougeau. And don't forget that turkey Raymond. And conquistador number two. But Lieutenant Frank Drebin is no ordinary cop. Everyone should have a friend like you. Nice. OJ. How can any police story contain this much action, this much romance, or this much baseball? The Naked Gun. From the files of Police Squad. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, December 2nd at theaters everywhere. You know, that's a good question. Is... Is the Naked Gun a baseball movie? <laughs> no, not not quite. Nah. I mean, it has one of the great baseball scenes ever. But, yeah, since that movie's coming out no, December 2nd, maybe we should watch that one. <laughs> That's fucking Roger Clemens in this commercial. Oh, yeah. Bunt or hit for power. A real announcer calls the action. Hold it. Dave Winfield? Hmm. Starting lineup talking baseball. What they do? Oh, my God. The kids were wearing an R... In a D hat. Yeah. For Rocket and Dave Winfield. Was that a matchup that people were like always excited for when the Red Sox played the Yankees? Well, it, things were always dicey when Dave Winfield would uh, step in there against Whitey. Um, and I don't mean Ford. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I just hold that incident that Dave Winfield uh, stomping that guy's head in a college basketball game. And it, literally nothing happened to him of consequence because of that. What a Ford is. Yeah. 
We need to try to talk to the crowd to get some kind of sanity. sanity. Oh, it's a local ad for a cake shop. Mazer's Wedding Room features specialty wedding and anniversary cakes and wedding cake ornaments. At Mazer's Bakery, there's always a happy face. Mazer's Bakery, 323 Ridge Road in Lynnhurst. Okay. I wonder if... I want, you think that uh, pussy owned that, or do you think that was like a... No, I bet you Vito. I bet you Vito owned that. Yeah. That was Vito's front. Three, 323 uh, Ridge Ridge Road? Is that, is that what that was? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm going to look up exactly what is there, and it is a bakery, but it's been renamed. So. Oh. Yeah. Is, it called, is it called Forget About It, Cakes? It's called Patisse Bakery. All right, we're back at the uh, marina here. Marina Del Rey. <laughs> Most interesting matchup headed our way on this very special primetime edition. Talking still about haven't left. One. Not really. Is he a family member to Rooster? Yes, he is a family member. Uh, give the lady some. Boy, you help actually, hard to you find. actually let him into family with, with his credentials. I'm taking him to the top. Taking him to the top. He'll have a heck of a time getting to the top to keep signing contracts. With the likes of the opponent he's about to girls. face, referring to the former Olympian, Ken Patera. Ken Patera's been a real menace to you, hasn't he? Ken Patera's an ex-con. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Just drink it. You, Why you got a life preserver you on? You never know. Look, it's like a sheet of glass out there. You, you want know? a life preserver? No. Let's go to ringside. They, have the they haven't even left the dock yet. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they, yeah, they're not exactly at sea, are they? Patera's an ex-con. This is a garden, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. And they, they made sure to announce the newest member of the Bobby Heaton family, which is actually not true, because he joined before the Brain Busters. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Mel Phillips should have been disciplined for that and <laughs> fired. Maybe this was recorded, though, in that brief era where the Brain Busters had not yet come yet. This, but the Rooster had already joined. This episode, uh, this is from the Boston Garden, as you said, November the 5th. So it was after Rooster had uh, yeah, his, oh boy, Patera looks a little bloated. Mm. <laughs> that guy, that guy, Kenny, you're supposed to eat at the Kowloon after the matches, not before. <laughs> Jesus. Well, not right before and during. <laughs> He's actually got a plate of fucking boneless spare ribs <laughs> waiting for him at ringside. He's got a poo-poo platter. In fact, he's gonna burn the rooster with the uh, with the sterno. <laughs> he's afraid monsoons in the back eating all of his rice. <laughs> which was one thing monsoon had been known to do. Hmm. All I see in this ring are two men who main evented in the first two Survivor Series. <laughs> ding ding. I never I never thought of this as a dream match, but yes, uh, the Red Rooster versus Ken Patera. They 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 barely crossed over because Patera is pretty much gone after Survivor Series, and mm-hmm. the Rooster had arrived in the summer, but they took a while to kind of develop whatever the hell this character is supposed to be. Yeah. So if you take the best era Terry Taylor, right? His mm-hmm. best era, which would be, I guess, what when he was in UWF. I think that's kind of generally agreed upon that the be- the best that Terry Taylor ever was 
was the middle of 87 after he turned heel on Chris Adams. Mm-hmm. You might get, well, he was good in Crockett in 85, or he, he was good here or there. Like mid, mid-South, I mean, before it became yeah, the, UW, before the UWF in 84, he, he was all right. But, yeah, I would say mid-87, and then he had the car accident and was never truly the same. So you take, Stunted his momentum. So you take the best era Terry Taylor against the best era Kempatera. And is that something that you'd want to see? Um, well, it would be kind of... I'm heel, trying, heel, heel. All right, yeah. If we're going to take the best era of babyface Terry Taylor, you're probably looking at 86 UWF. Or why and, not even heel, heel? Have him be 87 when you think he's, you know... That's true, but the difference in like in terms of his in ring, I, I would rather have I would just rather have a face heel match and Ken Patera nineteen eighty yep. was was a fucking god. So uh that that match would be pretty good. Patera would go over, of course, mm-hmm. but uh that's just another one of life's uh defeats for uh Terry Taylor. <laughs> that's awesome. By the way, they haven't really uh done anything yet. In this, in this yeah, match. can you speed this match up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I only do I only do that for promos that oh, that, we, that we j- just heard, you know, on the on the last show. I I will give you the time of the match though. It, this match will go eight twenty five. Oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe I should speed it up then. Do you think anybody <laughs> in nineteen eighty eight was like still a Ken Patera fan? Yeah, I think so actually. Mm-hmm. This is this is something I've never pondered, but I think almost every guy in the company had their own little uh, crew. I mean, there are people who fucking like Sam Houston. Can you can you fucking believe that? No. I mean, I don't mean to get so get so. Grizzly Smith didn't even like Sam Houston. <laughs> he, he he it was like he was like a, a like a a baby lion who was rejected by his father and sent off into the wilderness. That's why that's why he weighed so little. He couldn't get food as an infant. Actually, <laughs> if you what? watch the dark side of the ring, Sam Houston was the only one that Grizzly Smith liked. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He actually was. He was the only one that like still like went and took care of his father and like actually like would look out, you know, like go and hang out with them and shit. Mm. Because obviously uh, Robin had nothing to do with her dad after she got out of that house. <laughs> True. Yes. And uh, and Jake was just all fucked up. And then he did have that other kid that like he gave up for adoption and was raised by like a regular family and turned out okay. And I think owns like a uh, you know like a business somewhere in Georgia. That guy is probably like the twelve time a twelve time winner of the Bullet Dodged Award. Like I was, I'm Grizzly Smith's son, but I was given away. Whew, thank God for that. The bullet dodged. He, he's, the, he's the Meryl Streep of bullet dodges. Uh, and Jake Re- is the Jake is the Susan Lucci, always nominated but never wins. Mm. <laughs> to, Terry. To, Taylor tried to do the IRS finish and walk out, but he, he did he did come back. Okay, I'm gonna make an executive decision here. Put this on fucking two speed. <laughs> this is awful. 
This is literally this is the this is the textbook Larry Zabisco stalling right here. I no longer fear death because I've watched Ken Patera versus the Red Rooster from the oh, Boston God November of '88. Even got two even at two times speed, it's still fucking slow. They're is still this... stalling. <laughs> they are. Well, they Gino was like, "You need to give us a good eight and a half minutes." Like that was the message of Gorilla. And the reason is because it takes Gorilla exactly 825 to eat all of Patera's Chinese food. <laughs> Are those Sargus wings? <laughs> that's that's the reason why I love the Kowloon so much is no matter what I order there, I can think Gorilla Monsoon once sat in one of these chairs and ate this too. So. After the after the fifth stall attempt, they cut back to Gorilla and Bobby on the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I gotta be, I gotta be quick with the um, switch back to the normal okay. speed for things running hot and heavy in Beantown in the Boston Garden. Good, trying to solve the moves of the former Olympian Ken Patera. This one a long way from being over, Brain. Well, I got my money on uh, the Red Rooster. You're yeah. smart. You'll bank on him too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, things seem to be running your way, but I don't know. Survivor Series just a couple of days away. Yeah. I told you they're going to meet us out here. Don't worry, out. you'll get your rude awakening. Well, they're this one a long way from being over. Worry. We'll be back to Bean Town in just a moment. Drink up. <laughs> Should I do the commercials at two times speed too? You know what? I'm going to make the decision to do that, and I'll slow it down if there's something there. But I don't want to. Well, you know what? We're going to probably get Heenan and Gorilla on the other side of it, so. Yeah. Maybe we should watch it at a normal speed. Furnace repair. Oh, is yeah. that what this is? Yeah. It's not not related to. Uh, oh no, wait! It's for insulation. Mm. It was not about a furnace repair or Lafon repair. Oh yeah, oh. you ever have you ever sat on a fiberglass <gasps> insulation? Oh, what a great movie! Yeah, um, y- yes, yeah. This uh, Bill Murray Scrooged, mm-hmm. yeah, right here, and that's why I didn't put it on two times speed. Mm-hmm. Scrooged, so don't miss the part. I love that he. There's that part where where the ghost of future future, yeah, ghost of Christmas future. Elevator opens up, and he hits Alfrey Woody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that was intentional or if it was just a they left it in. But, like, he hits her right in the face. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I have a ghost. John Forsyth. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait. You know this one? Everybody knows that one. Carol Kane. David Johansson. Oh! Screw. David oh, Jones. Rated PG-13. Start to win. I had an interesting conundrum that uh, I would like to pitch to you. Yes. What a National Enquirer. Priscilla warns Lisa Marie, you're risking baby's life. Preview <laughs> shockers. Bobby shot. JR forced to marry waitress. Get all this and more only in this week's National Enquirer. Okay. Back to Bill Murray, which is uh, much uh, better. So I had this thought the other day. 
and it's kind of an you know a exercise and whatever. Yes. John Candy, as you know, passed away in 1994. And you feel like, well, we could have had a lot more great movies from John Candy. My question to you is, you're allowed to bring John Candy back to life and he lives to the current day. Mm -hmm. However, in exchange, Bill Murray dies the day that John Candy died and you lose everything that Bill Murray did after that point in 1994. Do you make that trade? No. Okay, why not? And I'll I'll tell you why. Because Bill Murray's, because up to that point, John Candy's, like, quality of work was starting to really decline. Granted, it could have been because of his health or whatever the case is, but, like, Bill Murray's star had just continued to rise. I mean, he hadn't even done Kingpin yet. He hadn't done Rushmore. He hadn't done... You know all the we- all the Wes Anderson movies he hadn't done. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like all the other shit like Groundhog Day. Well, had he done Groundhog Day already? He might have. Um, but like Bill Murray yeah, yeah. has just continued to have like really good movie after really good movie. I don't want to say hit after hit, but like really good, really good. I mean, and then some of his dramatic roles have been really good. I just don't think John Candy would have had that same level of quality of work given the chance, you know, and this is not the type of scenario where it's like, I don't know who you would give me as the other, but if you said like, I could have Chris Farley back, but I have to lose somebody. And I hope you wouldn't say Sandler because part of the reason I would want Chris Farley back is because I would want him to have like those opportunities to, to team up with Sandler again. But I don't think John Candy, no, that's not an even trade. No. Okay. No. All right. I don't know. It's interesting getting your opinion on that. Yeah. And I think that's a fair opinion. I mean, and I love John Candy. I think John Candy, John Candy had a great run there, you know, between. Um, yeah. And it, it did slide say, like, in I'd the early nineties. Like, yeah. I'd even say, was he in bachelor party or is it splash? I know he's in I, splash. splash he, yeah. Is he in bachelor party or no? Uh, I, I can't remember because you yeah. don't think of, you don't think of that as like a John Candy no. movie. But like Splash through like friggin' uh, even Home Alone, you mm. know, because having this that cameo in Home Alone, he had a hell of a run. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Back to town to the Boston Guard, most interesting matchup. Could no, it's not. <laughs> That's the biggest lie Gorilla Monsoon has ever told. <laughs> <laughs> most interesting matchup. <laughs> Most interesting matchup between the Red Rooster and the guy who retired me. That's a no go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Heenan's pitching those uh, ladies on a movie. Oh, they're still stalling. <laughs> well, no, there's some action in the corner I'm kidding, there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, you you put it at two times speed. Patera looks like he he should be working the uh, Super Juniors tournament in Japan. Yeah, look at look at him move around that ring. <laughs> yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the next rest hold. <laughs> you know, what, uh, you don't want Patera uh, Patera rolling around in a reverse chin lock. No, I think you know Patera's got to be careful. He doesn't get blown up here. <laughs> Well, 
you, you know, you know, I, I talked about his uh, brother Jack, who was the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. At their inception, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, but you know about his brother Billy, who who took care of his family those years that he was in the can. <laughs> He's just Whatever a fucking kid. There? Whatever happened there? <laughs> I'm not going to have a chance to talk about Patera anymore after the Survivor Series. No. <laughs> Watching this at two times speed does make it a more entertaining match, does it? I don't even want to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ken Patera after a bunch of Chinese food. That piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. And Apparently, Rooster got a pinfall there. He's a fat piece of shit. <laughs> well, that's what happens when, when you eat all the. The fat piece of shit thinks I look like the Shah of Iran. <laughs> all right, go here, All right, back to pork chop, which would be my name for. Whose moniker is that? <laughs> He's there with little Lord fuck pants. <laughs> <clears throat> little Lord fuck pants. Rooster will really get an opportunity to really boost his career and step him up the ladder. Come oh, now Saturday they're moving. Night, Thanksgiving night at the Richfield Coliseum as he oh, is good. a part of the Survivor Series. Told you. You're not going for a guy like Patera. Now, hasn't he come a long way now, the Rooster? Answer that. Well, he might have He might have had that ability without you. I'm not sure. I don't no, know. no. Talk to him. He had, what? They're unhappy. No, they're going to get some ice. They're what? They're going to get some ice. Crush. I don't blame you. Huh? What did you? What kind of lies did you tell those two young ladies? Never told them any lies. What do you mean? I don't trust you, Brian. Hey, if you keep your mouth shut, she's got a sister. Keep my mouth shut. No, I never I, told I, them I any lies. I invite him out here for a day of yachting. A day of yachting. Rick told me he'd be out here. Yeah, well, where be is here, he? He'll be here. Him. You and... promise everybody everything. You don't deliver anything. You shut up and just talk about something else. <laughs> yeah. I have another one. Captain tells me we're going to be hitting some swells out there about eight or ten footers very shortly. You, not you rough like water. You li- I can't get this clothes. Well, I can't get this clothes wet. Oh, please. We're going to be more, <laughs> more excited here. Please. zippers here, headed for beautiful spots along the west coast of these United States. We'll be back. Oh. Well, we're going to get Brother Love, I think, with the same, the same bit. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the me- oh, it's the mega powers again. So, yeah. You do. It it would be the one that we saw on Superstars two weeks ago. Yeah, if, if I remember correctly. You are watching USA Cable's Uh-oh. Entertainment Network. USA Network is such a shit show now. Oh God, I, mean, I don't even know if I watch USA for anything except for well, I do put on Raw. Yeah, it, they still run episodes of Chrisley Lo- Chrisley knows best. It's like that guy's in the can. He's eating grilled cheese off the radiator. <laughs> he wanted manicots. Mm. I wanted manicot. <laughs> control forty superstars. Make Roger Clemens throw a fastball or a curve. Have Dave Winfield bunt or hit for power. <laughs> Have Dave Winfield bunt, you stupid idiot kid. I wanted to fuck a woman, but I said, I'll just have everybody fuck me instead. I wanted to fuck a woman, but instead I'll play starting lineup talking baseball. (laughs) The New Yorker. 
Why is the New Yorker advertising on wrestling? I mean, I, I think seriously, if anybody who is watching wrestling called in, they would probably reject the subscription application. Oh. It, it looks like Ziggy's back at the complaint department. <laughs> oh, it's an ad for Comcast. Hmm. Before they changed their name because they had done too much damage to it. It's like three channels of fun for the price of one. <laughs> Is that an order? We use a word around here called please. Please, we have time for one more question. What electronic store is known as the Discount Home Entertainment Center? Blue Team. Carney Electronics. That's correct. Dom, tell them what they won. Okay, Larry. They each won a gift certificate from Carney Electronics, where they can choose from a variety hey. of TVs, VCRs, or electric appliances. Larry? Thanks, Dom. That's all for today. So remember, Jeez. when you think valued prices, think Carney Electronics. 266 Carney Ave in Carney. Good night. I hope, uh, I hope the uh, estate of, um, <laughs> or at the time, I hope it was... Uh, What's his name here? Who who's the guy that invented uh, Jeopardy? Um, not Alex Trebek. No, Mel. Uh, not Mel. Um, Merv Griffin. Mer- Merv I Griffin. Hope, yeah. I hope Merv Griffin sued that Carney's Electric for using the Jeopardy theme. And if not, maybe we should notify the estate of Merv Griffin <laughs> so they can go back because the statute of limitation may not be expired. Don't 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 be don't be a rat, okay? Oh <laughs> oh <all> rats. <laughs> Right, we're back on the boat again with the uh... salt water, the sun shining. I, listen, when we get back from Catalina, I know some great Italian. Chinese. Oh, hey. Gorilla definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla wants to go out for Chinese food. It's like he's feeding what I was saying earlier. Gorilla, Gorilla does look like a 1970s mob boss in this outfit <laughs> he's got on. Yeah, he does look like one of those guys that I saw in like the New York versus the Mafia documentary that's on Netflix. Yeah, I feel like I've seen Gorilla on like security cam footage. You he know, looks like, he looks like Sonny Black, maybe Sonny <laughs> Red. I don't know. I don't know. Donnie Brasco. What do you know, huh? Gorilla Mon Gorilla Morella is actually a decent mob name. Gorilla Monsoon, not not so much. I mean, no, that's why I'm saying if he was like Gino Gorilla Morella, mm-hmm. like his unit, his nickname would be Gorilla. Yeah. And they would, so he would be like Pussy. Like, Pussy's real name wasn't Pussy, it was Sal. Yeah. <laughs> his Indeed. name was, his mother came up, call him Pussy. <laughs> he he never forgot where he came from. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Gorilla's got food on his mind. He just wants to go for Chinese. Like he mm-hmm. he he saw that Patera match and remembered eating all of Patera's food. <laughs> so now he wants now he wants to go to Chinatown. Uh, Forget it, Bobby. It's Chinatown. Wait till we get back and talk about food. Talk about wrestling. Talk about wrestling. Interesting matchup coming up right now on this food. special edition of Primetime. Jumping Jim Brunzel taking on the new king, Haku. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? There is a I guarantee you there was a correlation between Gorilla Monsoon talking about a match at at the Boston Garden, him remembering that the Boston Garden was they used to always go to Kowloon's afterwards, and him thinking to himself, geez, I really do want some Chinese food. So he's like, Come on, Bobby. Let's go get some chinky chow after this. <laughs> I, 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 I'm getting very good at connecting dots. Finally, again, 
I I am going to the Kowloon in a few weeks again. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's going to be closing up soon, right? No, I, I choose not to think about it, but at some point they'll be transforming into a smaller location. And oh, there, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. There he is, King Haku. He's he's. This match took place like seven miles from your house. Yep. And where, and where were you? Nothing. <laughs> no. Trying to sleep on your huge pillar. <laughs> not no. Not sitting at the garden cheering this guy. Imagine, imagine if in 1988 I was at the garden like cheering the Haku, and like my brother looking at me going, "What the hell's wrong with you?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually see that at uh, chaotic shows all the time. Um, where where he lit- literally um, literally says the same thing. He turns, he looks at me, and he just is like, you know, he just is like all confused. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I, I couldn't find that drop. Uh, I've I've now officially um, lost lost control of the show. <laughs> I I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. It's over. Oh, Oh, there it is. I I had it. I don't know what the hell was wrong with you. I had it filed under I. That kind of <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> I like that once Jim Brunzel switched from like his bumblebee tights to like a real colorful like kind of tie dye. Real colorful. Like this one's a red, white, and blue tie dye, but I know like he would also wear like like a rainbowy tie dye. You know. You know, I was just saying that like how I'm getting better at connecting dots. Mm-hmm. Very interesting how Brunzel adopted tie-dye the second that Don Morocco, who also had tie-dye, left the uh-huh. company or was uh-huh. fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, only 6500 at the Boston Garden for this one. So about uh, slightly less than half of capacity. Mm. Uh, the the opener is one that we're not going to see. Lanny Poffo over Barry Horowitz. Oh, RIP. In six, 628. Yeah, but uh, Barry Horowitz appear apparently appeared on a TNA Impact the other night. Oh yeah, yeah, and and like won, and then oh. afterwards and afterwards like they came up and they offered him a contract and he was like, no, I'm gonna retire one and zero undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good. Glad we're running back gimmicks from 28 years ago. Uh, other matches that were not televised, at least on like prime time or any of the weekly shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could see it on the Nesson feed. Jacques Rougeau over Bret Hart with a roll up in eleven fifty one. Wow! Yeah, so it was once a, again. Once again, Jacques Rougeau getting a win over Bret Hart in Massachusetts. Yeah, he he owned him here. This this is Mountie Country right here. Uh, d- Duggan over, uh, excuse me, Bravo over Duggan by countout in 848. Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, you want to, do you think it's better than the Patera Rooster match? Ugh. No. Uh, sensational Sherry over Rockin' Robin at 937. Now, oh. Sherry Sherry was still billed as the champion because they had not acknowledged the change in the U.S. yet. Ah. Yeah. Because they hadn't heard yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they snuck that in on one of the superstars. I think it was the 12th that they did that one. Oh, figure four. Oh, no, spinning toe hold by Brunzel. And with Haku, you can actually hold the toes. Mm-hmm. That's why he was Mel Phillips' favorite wrestler. 
Haku had a thrust kick or a thrust punch into his throat area. Brunzel is so dedicated to selling it, he's actually coughing. But he's not covering he's not covering his mouth, so I don't like so that. So he's letting he's letting the Sid variant out. <laughs> the 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 B variant. <laughs> No, I don't know if we're going to be doing a King of the Mountain spot where Brunzel is out of the ring and Haku just kicks him every time he tries to get back in and they repeat four times. Highly unlikely, Jess. Well, they love doing that. That's, I mean, watch Eddie MSG show from the 80s and that's, you know. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, he kicks Brunzel to the floor <laughs> as he's trying to get back in the ring. I like the gap in the, uh, well, I guess that might be the entrance way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Now, uh, what what day was this? What day was the show? November fifth, nineteen eighty-eight. And where were the Bruins that night? Oh boy, you're gonna you're gonna make me run this one back, aren't you? I yep. I I will check on that. But speaking of uh, sporting events, I was disappointed to see that. You know, I'm I'm going to Vegas soon, and uh, you know how they have an XFL team there. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, I will not be there during one of the XFL games. I would have thought about it, but um, sadly, if I had to take a stab at where the Bruins were that night, probably Montreal. But in fact, they were nowhere. They were off. Oh, yeah. Okay. They were coming off a loss to Hartford uh, two days before this at the Garden, five to three. Oh. And they would defeat Vancouver tomorrow night, uh, the following night, four to two, at the Garden. Hey, who did they just? Oh yeah, go ahead. Let last last night they beat they beat Vancouver and uh, the goaltender scored a goal. And what was it like seven to six? Uh, I was two, uh, three to one. No, what was the one the night before? Was it seven to six or like nine to seven or something like that? The score that I th- they saw that they scored like oh, a lot. Six- of- Oh, six to five against yeah, Seattle yeah. on on uh, on Thursday. Yeah. yeah, that must have been yeah. that must be fun for you to watch, huh? Yes, it is, and I, I I really don't want to talk about it too much because I have nothing but good feelings about it, and I I, I want nothing to disrupt that going forward. <laughs> okay. As if as if me saying something on a podcast is going to impact the universe, but yes, well, I do I do actually fear that. Yeah, that's possible. So you're going to Vegas to see them play the uh, Golden Nuggets or whatever of hockey? What are they? The, no, uh, the no, the Golden Knights have a home game that week. Which uh, I'll, I'll I'll get it. I'll get into that. Uh, it's a you know we're gonna do a show when I'm out there. Well, you're going but to I, see them play the Bruins, right? No, it's it's another team. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. I just decided I wanted to go. Also, it's a, it's a nice way to kill three and a half hours and not not lose my shirt at the tables. That's true. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't name them the Vegas Golden Nuggets. That would have been a perfect. The Golden Knights? No, they should have been the Golden Nuggets. That would have been perfect. You can't do that because there's already a team called the Nuggets in the NBA. And then, and then you run into all sorts of weird copyright bullshit. Like when they brought back the Winnipeg Jets mm-hmm. and you already have the New York Jets. So, until an agreement was reached in the last couple of years, every Winnipeg Jets thing had to have like the word Winnipeg on there, as like, all right, you can use the name Jets, but you got to put Winnipeg on there. Wasn't 
wasn't there like colors also like green and white? <laughs> no, no, they're no, they're like blue and oh, okay. red and silver or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, red for the leaf because you have to put a goddamn maple leaf on everything in Canada, whether it be the McDonald's logo, toilet paper, you know, everything. Jim Brunzel doing the uh, general Adnan uh, memorial hey. spot. Hey, he came from the AWA. He saw what uh, Sheik Adnan Al Casey was uh, up to. Sheik Adnan Al Kakisi. He also wanted to make. He also knew that Rod Trongard was on commentary, and he wanted to make sure that it was familiar moves that he had seen before. <laughs> By the way, I just oh. turned. I just oh, there's the Savat kick there. Yes, and that's it. I just turned to the uh, looking, glancing over at the uh, Nashville Predators telecast here, and I thought Roman Yossi was actually uh, JT Dunn for a second. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Chaotic superstar uh, JT Dunn, yes. and in other Northeast Indies as well. Oh, they are on the. You can tell we're by like, how windy it is. Oh, we're like an hour into the show. Yeah. You know, <laughs> You know, we we spent time on a boat last summer. We did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, I'll be invited back, despite my kvetching. And be like, I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, learn how to pee your pants, Winston. God. Um, I know. Well, that was the thing is that you we kept saying like, well, why don't you just go walk into the ocean? And you're like, I can't do that. I can't. You're like, I can't pee into my friggin' bathing suit. Meanwhile, I actually went and I walked into the ocean and took a shit. <laughs> duty, duty. <laughs> Water now, and it's time in the program, folks, when now might be a good time to go to the kitchen and to make a nice sauerkraut and turkey sandwich. Oh, my. What, what is wrong with what, you? What's wrong with you? Nothing's Are, wrong with I'm me. getting hungry. That's what's wrong hungry. with me. Right now, we're going to take you to Brother Love and his special guest. This is guest, a good time to go, the all right. Paulers, the Macho Man. Let's go. We ain't going to make it, Monsoon. And now. The, the boat was kind of leaning one direction there, or at least they made it look like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, of course, we've seen this before as well. So until we get up to the Mega Powers, I'm, I'm playing this at... Uh, at the familiar uh, micro machine speed. Did you know this Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, <laughs> the music's great at two times speed. Yeah, it is. The truth, Mega Power, It's like a country song almost. <laughs> Spend my days working hard on the go. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I, you know, one of the things. Oh, all right. Well, I'll let it go. Can I do this on like Spotify? Can I play this like two times speed? What, the Brother Love song? I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. I don't use Spotify for anything, really. They just pulled a couple of episodes, by the way. Oh, well, oh You know, because, oh. you know, yeah, well, no, the original podcast. Uh, 
We don't use any music that runs afoul of it here. So, so there's there's Elizabeth. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna slow this down in deference to the champ. Yeah. But I'm I'm waiting for Brother Love to shut the hell up. Going to take Hercules and put him behind him in servitude. One other thing that you don't seem to understand, Macho Man, is that one more time this Thursday night. See, Savage's character is so good because he turned to Elizabeth at one point and had a look on his face like, "Can you believe this motherfucker?" <laughs> Oh, do it. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, can you pause this for a second? Mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here we go. Ready? Okay. <laughs> I can't hear it. Oh, you can't hear it? No. Oh, that's. It's like it's like somebody playing chimes or whatever. Oh. It was the theme song playing at two times speed. I can oh. do it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. All right. It was. I thought it was really funny. Brother Love's theme sped up. It is. I want to reiterate: you bitten off more than you can chew. Get you can chew. Staring at four hundred and fifty-seven pounds of Aki. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Listen to me right now, brother love. Or you're in such trouble, you'll never get out of it ever. I don't want you to say anything. I don't want you to see anything. I don't want you to smell anything. I want you to listen and listen right now. Listen to the sound. Listen to the sound. As I introduce one half of the mega powers, Hulk Hogan. Now, yeah, Hogan gets his music to interrupt the, you know. Oh, well. I wonder why Brother Love, like, did leave, though. Well, I think part of the thing was that they were trying to keep Hogan away from Brother Love because they wanted to save that bit for the Saturday Night's main event. Oh, yeah. When he when he throws Brother Love over the top or clotheslines him over the top rope. Well, we're going to go Micro Machines Hogan on this, I think. I, I something, I, macho man. Savage not afraid to pose next to Hogan, even though he's clearly smaller than him. 
Yeah, but Savage was well inflated in 1988. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know. He was on birth control, as we've established. He wasn't even that bad at WrestleMania. Like it was well, after yeah. it was after he becomes champ that he like blows up. Yeah. Know? There's probably some parallels to some future WWF or WWE champions where they get the belt and all of a sudden they they grow in uh, size. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, some of some of whom are alive and some of whom are deceased. I'll just <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. We're ba- we're back on the boat. Gorillas. I, what I'm looking forward to through the show is clearly that gr- Gorilla's hungry, and he's gonna he's gonna get cranky. Yeah, he, like you you know he's gonna get cranky. He's gonna mm-hmm. get fed up. What happened? You this Thursday night, maybe before this Thursday night, it'll be Thanksgiving night. Where are you going? I'm getting... Gorilla's also wearing white socks with black shoes. I I can't endorse. <laughs> I like that Bobby <laughs> Bobby turned his captain's hat around. <laughs> well, he's afraid it was gonna blow off or something. I don't know. The hell out of here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> gorilla, gorilla fell out of his wicker chair, which, by the way, I know I used this joke already. That wicker furniture is the best worker in this in this segment because it, it held Monsoon without breaking. <laughs> and and look at look at coming up next Blue Blazer versus Danny Davis. I like how Danny Davis is wearing his his gear that he wears is like the same gear that like uh, Andy um, Andy Kaufman wore. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was, but I think it had something to do with tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have said that before. But the gear did him no favors because it made, frankly, it made him look like a joke. Yeah. And, and the whole the whole bit was up after Mania three. Like he won that match, and then everybody decided they didn't give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh my hero! We don't mean to bust your bubble, but girls of the world ain't nothing but trouble. The girls, if your boyfriend's a jerk, here's what you do: just pick up the phone. We got advice for you. So wanna rock the house? It's still time left to dial one nine hundred nine zero nine Jeff. Two dollars the first minute, forty-five cents each additional minute. Children, get your parents' permission before you dial. <laughs> you know what? Is had one of the highest batting averages in the history of television. Um, what? The bit where Uncle Phil would throw Jazz out of the house. <laughs> that was always funny. Yes, it was. <laughs> Uncle even Phil. that, even that one time when they were in the yard and he threw him back into the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he threw him back into the house. The thing I'm not looking forward to rewatching Fresh Prince is when I get to the when I get to the fake uh, Aunt Viv. Yeah, te- technically the second Aunt Viv appeared in one more episode than the original one, but oh. I'm sorry, there's no co- no comparison between the two. No. Yeah. I like how they randomly used in this WrestleMania VCR game footage of. Hogan DiBiase from Houston. <laughs> Not at a WrestleMania. <laughs> well, they didn't face off at WrestleMania. It was like, uh, fuck. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorilla's, Gorilla's still on the ground. <laughs> he, Gorilla has fallen and he can't get up. <laughs> Sun and sea on our way to Catalina. Coming no, up, the, blue, the Blue Thank Blazers coming up. 
Well, that reminds me of blueberry pie, banana cream pie, <laughs> and all cut stuffed ducks, web feet. I love it. Randy Davis and the Blue Blazer. Gorilla's not cranky yet. He's just in that stage where he's constantly talking about food. Yeah, he's he's getting cranky. He's yeah. hungry right now. He's not hangry. He's hungry. He's like me on a Friday night at 620. <laughs> where, where I've gotten out of work, but like the food hasn't come yet. Gorilla hungry. And I've, and I've ordered way too much Chinese food. Yes. Yeah, this, this match looks like it's actually from Philly and not mm. from... Uh, uh, yes, it, it is from the Philadelphia Spectrum, November the 12th. I'm going to tell you that this match goes 751. Uh. <laughs> are, are you saying you need to watch the Blue Blazer at two times speed? Because he moves pretty quick. Uh, I would like to see this at two times speed. Okay. <laughs> well, we're such half-assed wrestling journalists, aren't we? Well, no, I wanna, I'm trying something new here. <laughs> you want to hear Rod Trongard? Yeah. Tight moves that he can block. He has a backflip off that top rope that really, really requires coordination and timing like which I haven't seen. It happened so fast and so furious. Only the he sounds like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. It's just, it's just him and Lord Al. What what a crew that is. <laughs> they should they should have had those guys call SummerSlam. That would have been funny. Ron Trongard. SummerSlam ninety. <laughs> no, eighty eight. Because it would have been funny if it was 90, because it was in Philly. <laughs> well, say what you will about Lord Al, but he would have been better than Piper was on that show. Mm-hmm. Where Piper was totally fucking incoherent and couldn't make up his mind if he was a face announcer, a heel announcer, or a tweener announcer. And, like, burying, burying the warrior in the middle of his match. Like, you know, doing well, it. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if you know this, but after after the uh, the Hogan match, he went back and had another garage. <laughs> oh, while he when he was half black there. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Eat a garage. <laughs> I think that uh, Danny Davis's suit is starting to like rip in the back, <laughs> which is probably why he had to stop wrestling. He only had money for one piece of gear. Even though he also appeared as like Mr. X and all this other all this other crap, I just I, again I just don't understand the concept of them like saying, "Hey, Danny, I know you're a referee. You want to come and wrestle for a while?" Like I just don't get it. Well, it was effective when he was like a dual threat and he was a ref and did the Mr. X stuff under a mask because you didn't know yeah, who well, it was. Yeah, that's different. That's different. I it's. Guess. It, it's truly astonishing how at WrestleMania three, he, it's one of the five biggest things on that card. Yeah. Is, is him being in that match? Well, cause it's against the Bulldogs. And, yeah. And, the and foundation and Tito and you know? Tito and, yeah. and how quickly after he, he became so irrelevant, whether it be because of his gear, his in ring work, the fact that his promos were always a little weird. What whatever it was, it's like, yeah, that that was a fall from grace that was extremely rapid. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, he's still hanging around. But like when I first started watching, Danny Davis was like the epitome of like the absolute bottom of the card gatekeeper heel job guy. Yeah. But like, all right. So when Teddy Long, Teddy Long was a manager, mm-hmm. and then he was he became like crooked manager. 
Or no, he yeah. was a he was a referee. Then he became like a crooked referee. Yes. Then he becomes a manager. Mm-hmm. And did he ever? Did he referee in WWE at first? I don't remember. And I don't remember him refereeing. No. And I, I vaguely remember him coming in as like kind of a manager for like Jazz and um, the guy that Jazz was married to. I can't remember his name. Um. But then he becomes, like, SmackDown general manager, and that's what he was basically the rest of his career. So it's like I can understand the crooked referee angle because that happens. But then, like, Nick Patrick. Like, Nick Patrick was, like, a crooked referee. But then Nick Patrick just went back to being a regular referee again. You know? So it's like I don't understand the whole I'm going to become a wrestler and then go back to being a, a referee. <laughs> like, he, he was He was a manager. In the early 2000s in, in WWE. Yeah. Where he had D'Lo and, and Rodney yeah. Mack. And, and Rodney Mack, that was the guy I was thinking the, of, yeah. the, the ghoul Chris Nowinski. Mm-hmm. Did you know that 92% of all football players who played at least 10 years in the league ended up with CTE? I can't believe. I can't believe it. <laughs> like, why does nobody ever ask that motherfucker, what is the end game here? Like contactless football. I mean, if if that's the end game here, just fucking say so. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of this dancing around, dancing around bullshit, where it's like, I'm getting all I'm getting all worked up here. I don't want to have another coughing fit, like I did earlier. Mm. <laughs> Gorilla has moved over to like the um, that thing where they store all the shit in on the boat. Yeah, he better be careful. What? Michael <laughs> Ova. Oh, I thought you were going to make a joke about it being the poop deck or something. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although it is a good joke. Oh, we're on our way back in. Now the water's really calmed down. Uh, the brain a little bit under the weather. Blue Blazer, what an outstanding athlete this gentleman is. I associate him a lot with Leapy and Lanny Popo and some of the things that... Oh, wait a minute. Gorilla is wearing a chain. Mm, there it is. Oh. <laughs> We need to mob him up by approximately 17%. Woke up this morning watching pro wrestling. <laughs> Watch some prime time. We're going to get on a boat with Bobby Heenan now. I, I was thinking about like the whole, you know, we had that uh, Hogan family Sopranos thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is wonderful, and I can't remember what song I was thinking of. Where it, you know, putting it on the—I don't know if it was like the Mean Street Posse theme, yeah, and having yeah. that be the theme in the Sopranos. <laughs> That'll be pretty good, I think. It would be. They can do acrobatically inside that. You'll never drive another boat, pal. Oh. Maybe you used to driving an ark. You're not taking me in the high seas oh, again. He's feeling You're better. Finished. You can tell he's screaming and hollering once again. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. You look a little. You look a little light. I think you better sit down. Come here, sit down here before you fall down. I had a well, great. Fine. I had a great time. I know what you did. What? You paid off that guy to take the boat out and do this with the wheel. I, I did not. Get me fall that rot gut booze and he whipped the wheel on me. Why? Why would I do that? Why would you do that? Because you're constantly doing things to me. You're a ball buster, gorilla. <laughs> you're nothing but a big bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, among other things. That piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell, though, that they're having.
Had a good time. Dude. Oh God, this is probably this was probably Gorilla's favorite friggin' episode of primetime wrestling. Maybe this or the episode <laughs> when uh, they went to the the Hollywood, the Old West shootout range. Oh, uh, oh, well, I think that was the Tucson one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Tucson one involved a trip to that restaurant, so you know Grill like that because he was getting free grub out of it. <laughs> I wish they had done a primetime wrestling at the Kowloon. Look at the look <laughs> on Gorilla's face right now. Oh, he's so, God. He's so happy. <laughs> and the, wind, the wind ripping through Gorilla's hair is not doing him a lot of favors. No, but it looks, <laughs> he looks like such a fun... He looks like Tony season five. <laughs> I'm wondering if he's thinking about reaching for that axe like Tony on the boat with um with Polly down in uh, Florida. Come on, you said it. Admit it. <laughs> you told that joke about Linda McMahon. <laughs> yeah, the king of New York, his wife. Yeah. Look at I, I had a great time. Seize your life, isn't it? Obviously, you didn't. We got plenty more Step exciting action still to come on this edition of Primetime Wrestling. In fact, our feature, Tito Santana against the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, will be coming up shortly. But right now, let's go to the World Wrestling Federation Event it. Center. Oh, no. Oh, good. We get to go to the Event Center. Maybe we'll get a different promo than we've gotten earlier. Highly unlikely, no. Jess. So, so the idea was posited on Twitter by a listener's show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to agree. I th- I think we have to break the Survivor Series up into four pod. I think we have to do a podcast for each match individually. <laughs> it's the only way I can do this right. Okay. <laughs> because that way we'll have enough time to do the stop start shit. <laughs> you know, unlike this yeah. two hour, this two hour video that we we've, we've sped up half the matches because we're like, all right, it's it's starting to get late here. <laughs> Well, I no, don't. It's it's not even that. It's it's. I, did you really want to sit there and watch a a, a a seven and a half minute Danny Davis match, even if it is against Owen Hart? No, no, you, you're absolutely correct, and uh, I'm 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 fine with that. They're still promoting Brian Blair for for this. So unacceptable. Yeah, but then again, they're probably just rerunning the one from the superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Warrior beefcake. Sa- I mean, Sam I can see... Oh, yeah. You can't even see Sam Houston because he's there's lights behind him that are, like, washing him out. I can see why they went to four on four the following year. You know? Well, the roster, as we established, was stretched so thin. But yeah. not so not so thin that that you'd have to use Lanny. He, he was too busy stretching something else. <laughs> Oh. Wait, no. What was he... <laughs> oh, no. What was he stretching? I'm going to leave that to your imagination. <laughs> I, I think you know what he was stretching. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we already saw Lanny Poffo versus the Red Rooster. <laughs> and no. Now we go back to Mooney, who will say, "Order the pay-per-view, motherfuckers." Yes. You know what? I don't think it would be fun hearing Sean Mooney drop an f bomb. No, I think I like Sean Mooney. I always liked Sean Mooney. I think he did a good job. Yeah, it was a little weird at first when he was screaming at you in the event <laughs> center. Place. We were waiting for that to stop. 
yeah. after a while. I don't know what this ad is for. Mentos. Digital You're... synthesizer by Yamaha. <laughs> well, it's kind of like Mentos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, another Stetson commercial? No, Lady La- Stetson. Lady Stetson. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that woman took her hat off so she could, uh, I don't know, blow out her hair because she's riding a convertible. If Stetson if Stetson smells like, like leather, you know, rawhide, mm-hmm. outdoors, you know, cowboy... <laughs> What does Lady Stetson smell like? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I think it just means it has lavender in it. <laughs> so it's still leather, rawhide, outdoors, smoke, horse shit, and lavender. <laughs> Did you see she dropped a baseball when somebody threw it to her? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's no Sandy Duncan. <laughs> no. Duncan was making those plays with one eye. Yes. Sandy keep one, Duncan. Eye, on the, keep one she, eye on the ball. She was a gold NBC gold glover back in 89. <laughs> was she at the celebrity softball tournament that took place in Hartford? <laughs> yeah, the one that they didn't invite Sid to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame, too, you know? Why? Yeah. Oh, it's an ad for a commercial. I didn't know if it was an ad for a commercial or Heenan and Monsoon were. I thought they were. I thought we were going to pull back and you were going to see Heenan and Monsoon yeah. at this restaurant called Pazarona. Seafood and veal specialties there. Yes. Mm, they catered to parties up to 100. I know. I, I, apparently, this is on Long Island or uh, not on Long Island, New Jersey. North but Arlington. It, it looks like a place on Long Island. Yeah. For sure. Thursday, Thanksgiving night, the Survivor Series is coming to you live. Dang. Your chance to witness the superstars of the Stop World Wrestling Federation compete in a survival of the <laughs> No, I just said the volume loud. I, I was, I framed Mooney for past crimes. Yeah. Buy the pay-per-view, motherfuckers, or else you'll never, you'll never see why Powers of Pain turned heel. <laughs> what, we're Bye. giving away, we're giving away finishes and angles now? Buy the buy the pay per view, dickheads, or you're never gonna see Kemp Terror again. <laughs> well, well, these kittens get it. <laughs> <laughs> these this bag of kittens, right in the trash. <laughs> All right, we're we're back at the uh, back on the high seas, as Gorilla puts it. <laughs> it's all gonna happen this Thursday Trust night me. at the Richfield Coliseum, Richfield, Ohio, just outside of Cleveland, Survivor Series. 1988 style. It's going to be a classic event. What, what are you hollering about now? All they do is gripe. Who's griping? The two uh, ladies. Two, where did you find them anyway? They, they ran into me. At, oh, they, they ran into you. Ran I'm, into I'm sure. It's feature time here on this special edition of Primetime Wrestling. Tito Santana, the sensation out of Mexico, taking on the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Let's go to ringside. I like how Gorilla made it seem like Tito just came out of Mexico 45 mm-hmm. minutes ago. Yeah. And he knows damn well who he is. And is the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Ted DiBiase, because that's where his fall residence is. That's right. 
This is oh, a few. Tito music. And his opponent from Tocula, Mexico. Not a real place. San Francisco. I'm Sean Mooney along with Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> I really like that music that Tito's got playing these days. Yes, what's she going? Are they mariachi players or what? Mariacho? Yes, the mariacho bands, the stolen bands, the bands All right, so a couple questions. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, did you ever see the movie Dogma? No. Oh, okay. Well, there's a scene in Dogma where Kevin Smith, as J- as Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin Smith and Jason Hughes, they talk about how they fell in love with all the John Hughes movies, and they were talking about going to Shermer in Illinois, and he goes, but guess what we found when we got there? There is no Shermer in Illinois. Do you think that there's, like, somebody that's, like, a Tito fan that went to, like, Mexico and was, like, looking for Tequila, Mexico, and realized there is no Tequila, Mexico? <laughs> I am willing to bet that that did happen, yes. <laughs> but but not in modern times. I bet in the 80s or early 90s it would have yeah. happened. Yeah, not modern times. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I got a map of Mexico when I was in elementary school, what's the first thing I'm going to look for? Chikula, I'm Mexico. looking for where, where the fuck, where did Tito grow up? Yeah, where's, I want to know where he where he's from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, question number two. Do you think, all right, do you remember if when Rick Martel came back for the brief reunion of Strike Force, did they come yeah. back? Did they come out to Girls and Cars again? Um, I believe they come out to an instrumental version of it when they come down at WrestleMania 5, okay. which is what they would use. They didn't really use the lyrical version for those guys. No, no, no but they had the, the instrumental version. But... Did they have more than just the one match at WrestleMania Five against? No. No, so that was it, right? Yeah, Martel was working only singles against like Henning mm. and some other guys, and uh, yeah, they they they, didn't, they never had another tag match. I think that they had a there was a singles match on Super. Maybe they had a tag match on Superstars before that to, yeah. to kind of reestablish it. I think mm. that might have been the case because I did watch. Some February '89, about a month or two ago. Yeah, yeah. That that's the month where there's a, they they have a superstars with a brainbusters rockers match that becomes a no contest after 60 seconds. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think did we watch that? No, I sent you a text storm about it, so you feel like you watched it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like I was there. Did I send you a text storm this week? I'm pretty sure that I did. About what? Well, I I, I did point out the uh, well, this isn't a storm, but I said uh, 10 1023 Thursday. Fucking Jarrett wins a battle royal for his dead father oh, and yeah. not one not one person gave even the slightest hint of a fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's worse than uh, Jackie Jr., I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second. Oh, okay, yeah. Tuesday night, I I sent you the uh, Hal Linden uh, montage of him lifting his head and laughing from the opening yes. credits of Barney Miller. Yes. But then I started watching some early uh, '89, 
and I I wrote, I don't know if putting heat on Elizabeth to pick a corner either didn't work or actually did, and I was just missing the point. <laughs> I don't so, think it worked. Uh, they did the face. It was the one. It was the one where they did the face to face on primetime. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, the warlord in a podium. It's just what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite like being drunk on a Tuesday and watching a 1989 Coco Ware versus Boris Zukov match from Boston. <laughs> That's right. He did say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. It looks like the, they have audio problems on this particular prime time, so I might Sounds as well be. keep going. Uh, 12.05 a.m. I mean, look, this matches the shits. Tony Schiavone doesn't know who these people are, and Lord Al isn't exactly helping. What, and what match was that? The, oh, was Co- the Coco? Coco? Okay. okay. Yeah, Coco Zukov. Yeah. 12.24 a.m. Oh, I stayed up late that night. Holy fuck, this prime time has bad news versus the Duke of Dorchester. And yeah. That's uh, that's an interesting match. Beat Doherty. Uh, 12.41 a.m., I just sent you a picture of Frenchie Martin and Dino Bravo making their way to the ring. It was just Hall of Fame. 12.44 a.m., I got to say, being, being my friend is a fucking full-time job, isn't it? <laughs> the greatest rib Vince ever did was pretending that Ronnie Garvin was from the American South. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like the guy starts talking and he sounds exactly like Ray Rougeau. Like, stone. like, what is he from the French Quarter of Charlotte, North Carolina? I don't know. That's uh, so funny. I am. I'm not speeding up this match because it's Tito versus DiBiase. No, no, no. But I will say I do want to point out the fact that Tito's had Ted DiBiase in a headlock now for about I don't know 45 minutes. And every time DiBiase flips Tito over to pin him, he he's grabbing his tights. And he's done it like three different times right now. Mm. Look at Virgil just sitting there being very angry. The, this match, as I think Gorilla pointed out, was from the Cow Palace at San Francisco on uh, November 15th. Yeah. So, so only... Uh, it, it was actually a, uh, a TV taping there. The Arco... Arena in Sacramento was the challenge at Saturday Night Main Event. The Cow Palace was Superstars, and you could see the banner up uh, by the ceiling there. Mm-hmm. This one, our feature attraction, uh, Tito Santana uh, at a very decisive disadvantage with Thank Virgil, you, the bodyguard. What are you worried about Do the what? time for? What, what Gorilla didn't know is that Tito and Virgil were going to become best friends down the road. Mm-hmm. It's like watching a match that I'm in against Ted DiBiase, and you're standing at ringside for DiBiase as his bodyguard. That's that's the WWF equivalent, I think. That, that, I think that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Pete and Kathy, the Tito and Virgil of wrestling podcasts. The Tito and Virgil. I, th- I think that that could go get somewhere with that. And we're the two best friends that anybody can have. It, it actually, the math kind of works now, too, because Tito's run went back about six or seven years. That That's about the length of my podcasting <laughs> run. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Oh, boy. We're going to be out of here in eight minutes. We'll be back with the conclusion of this matchup in just, what do you mean, eight minutes? We're going to be out of here in seven minutes. I mean, I got things planned for us to do. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. I mean that this is great that this took two hours for them to like 
get to the conclusion of this gag. <laughs> he stole a boat. I mean, what a, what a heel. <laughs> Commandeered a boat. Yeah. Well, clearly he had some sort of paperwork. Ooh, the power pad. Mm-hmm. You're playing with body power. You've got to run, jump, faster, higher. The Nintendo Power Pad puts you in total control. You are the game. You are the power. Now you're playing with power, body power. You get the Power Pad, Control Deck, Zapper, and three games only in Nintendo's exciting new power set. Mm-hmm. I love I love the Power Pad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And a, oh, commercial for twins. I have a brother. I'm a side effect. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are twins. Born to be bad. Only their mother can tell them apart. The moment I sat down, I thought I was looking into a mirror. Twins. Rated PG. Starts Friday, December 9th. End of 88 is a good era for some movies. Great, great movie. Twins is a great movie. Oh, this I mean, guy's wearing Danny Davis's gear now. Between that, Scrooge, the Naked Gun. Lo- loaded show. But now, there's a new kind of long johns. Arctex, guaranteed to be the most comfortable, light and warm underwear you can buy. And they stay comfortable because they stay the size you buy. Arctex, so unique, they're patented. Available at your local Kmart. Yeah, I don't really know about them now. Kmart? We got more cologne ads. I mean, you know it's definitely the 80s. You know it's definitely New Jersey television where there's a lot of cologne ads. <laughs> <laughs> and we got this we got this mobster on a boat hosting the show as well. No offense to people from New Jersey, but uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Brandon. <laughs> it's Brandon from New Jersey. <laughs> Brandon. That's right, Brandon. <laughs> I'm calling you out, pal. Hurry up. Take you back. One thing I would like to get him uh, as as a gift is a, a Eagles Super Bowl 57 uh, champion shirt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could get my hands on one of those. So. Yeah, you're going to have to fly to, uh, as my mother used to say, they send those to Africa. Well, I know somebody who knows somebody, so oh, maybe, yeah. maybe I could work yeah, that. Yeah, you do, because you have a championship shirt from a... Uh... <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about that. I can neither confirm nor deny. That. Okay. Tito Santana and the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Hurry up, go we got to get out of here. Will you relax and drop? I don't know why I needed to cut you off there to play that little Heenan monsoon bit. It's just if I miss if I miss Gorilla telling Heenan to fuck off, I'm going to be disappointed. Only on prime time. It's like the goalie goal last night. Like I had beer in my mouth and I nearly choked on it when the when the thing happened. <laughs> that is that's amazing. I didn't realize that that happened so infrequently. You know, nine. But I guess it makes sense. Nine times, the same number of times that uh, Ferris was absent from uh, school. I've had one lesson. <laughs> Sorry, DiBiase is now in control, so we're not getting any more of your Tito side headlock. No. Mm. Chico is the word. That's a really low bar. Like, look at how low that the the uh, ba- like banister or the um, guardrail is. Well, you want to know what it is? is it's just they, a lifted ring, right? Yeah, they they built like a stage, and then on the stage they put the ring. 
which mm. is similar to what they did at Mania 3. Yeah. When I, I wonder, like, I'm pretty sure that they, because they meticulously plan the whole match. When Steamboat goes flying into the crowd and George Steele helps him. Yeah. It, it probably was helpful that it was a lower guardrail. Oh, yeah. Because of that, so. But these are the kinds of things that guys get hurt and, like, permanently injured on. You know, like Rick Rude. Yeah, you know? well, that, that was like a pointy corner, like, by the aisleway or something like that. Like, yeah. like the step. But yeah. on, the, on the flip side, if you, if you put a coffin out there, maybe some asshole like Shawn Michaels will have his career derailed for four and a half years. <laughs> and the business will reach financial heights that it had never seen before nor since. Although, actually, I guess they're making more money now, now that they're taking uh, blood money from you-know-who. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Spoken like a true shareholder. <laughs> I am. A, I do. I own one, one, sh- one share, stock of share. Share of stock? Share of stock. You do? What I want to know is, if yeah, if Disney buys them, will I get a Disney share instead? Uh, it depends on the nature of the transaction, but it would probably be a straight buyout of the stock at a premium rather than a exchange of shares. So, no, you probably would not get a Disney share, although a, a, a deal could be structured. This is where we need the Robin Horn from the Stern Show to cut me off here. <laughs> like if they like if they paid you. Like if, they, like if they didn't have the cash to, yeah. to buy out the shareholders and they offered uh, diluted stock in Disney or something mm. uh, uh, on top of cash. I want to jam a cock. Cock. In Robin's pool. Cock. 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 <laughs> that was like my, that's my other thing I used to love on the Stern Show is when he would stop playing the Robin parody songs. Mm. I want to shoot my goo on Robin's big brown boobs. <laughs> oh, DiBiase just went for the uh, the blind back elbow and he missed yeah. it, which he did pretty much every time after WrestleMania 4. Yep. It's a move designed to miss because he, j- he just lands on his back. And you just need somebody as stupid as Hacksaw Jim Duggan to take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, did he, what do you mean? Isn't it Duggan that he does it to? At four? A, yeah, that he's successful at. Is it Duggan or is it? No, he doesn't Morocco? even do. He doesn't even do the move at four. Oh, I thought it was the. Oh, I thought he did it at I four. Think, and I, I think he misses it against Morocco. Oh. But DiBiase wins the first match because of Andre. Yeah. The second match he wins via, using what would later be known commonly as the stun gun. Yeah. And then he. he he would have beaten Savage with the million dollar dream if if uh, Hogan Hogan doesn't come in. Oh, I thought Tito. Now, Tito, why didn't you just go for a pile driver? Instead, he does that bell ringer move. Because mm-hmm. Tito didn't realize that three pile drivers is what it'll take to beat 1991 Undertaker in Barcelona. <laughs> oh, here comes the flag four on. And Virgil trips him up. And this is where a friendship begins, right here. Yep. I remember that time you tripped me when we were hanging out in Malden that one time. 
think it might have been Chris's yard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was that. You. I don't know if it was that time we were playing beer pong on a on a, on a piece of fencing. And you and you looked at me and you went, "This kid's got some spunk. He's got some gusto." I respect that. <laughs> you looked at me and you went, "That nephew of yours. He's a good earner." <laughs> Yeah, Virgil's not exactly laying it into Tito. He uh, he def he definitely pulled. He's pulling the Bobby Heenan on, yeah, or he's Bobby pulling Heenan the on, the Andre the Andre Bobby yeah. Heenan thing from Mania Six. Yeah. Which oh, there's there's oh, Hercules. There's oh, I thought that was Duggan. It was Hercules. No, he's phased out the black. Remember? That's right. Holy shit, Hercules is over with this crowd. Yeah, he is. God Almighty. Because he's the fourth mega power. What, third mega power, third, third or fourth, I can't remember. Depending I know it's Coco. Yeah. Oh, did you see DBRC had to walk down a couple of steps to get to yeah. the aisle by? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to go back and watch Super Clash Two to see if the AWA put the ring up on a stage. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm gonna fucking watch that shit again. <laughs> where, where can you even watch AWA stuff? <laughs> It's on the network. I don't think they got rid of it. Oh, they don't. Oh, I didn't realize they bought yeah. the AWA shit. <laughs> oh yeah, a long time ago. I don't remember that. That's just gonna show you. I've never go back. I never have gone back and watched AWA stuff. I don't need to see Larry Zbysko. Yeah. Well, they did post a lot of the early, uh, early in 1980 championship wrestlings, uh, which has the Larry Larry turn. Ugh. Oh, they hug it out. Herc, Herc and Tito. Mm-hmm. Not hard to justify the actions of Hercules. After all, he was put on the spot, put on the spot by you, sold down the river by you, matter of fact. I beg your pardon? Oh, you're talking about some of the money I got for the million dollar man. Just a small little sample. You think money's everything, don't you? No, money's the only thing. So this whole boat episode was financed by DiBiase and the Hercules thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's nice to get confirmation on that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Continuity. Because it bought you misery. Got you tried to buy a title, he couldn't, you couldn't even do that with money. Give me a break. Hey, if Herc was here right now, he'd be cleaning up. Exciting the- action just two days away from the big event at the Richfield Coliseum Survivor Series. All these gentlemen, all the superstars at the World Wrestling Federation will indeed be a big part of that, and you should be a big part of that as well, because it is going to be a... Hey! Get all dressed up, huh, for the party. We're getting ready to leave. There's not going to be any party here No tonight. party. You mean no, no party. No, 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 you don't, you don't, where did you get that champagne, the 7-Eleven? No, no, you don't, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait a minute, I'm talking to them, they recognize me, you are a weasel, no, wait, they, they stood me up too, Rick stood me up too, so does the rest, maybe they capsized, maybe they're not with us anymore, there's a lot of things, what are you doing tomorrow night, nothing, that's right, bye, oh, I love it, gorilla celebrating, he didn't get cock blocked there, mm-hmm, uh, that's, and that's here good... comes the here's the payoff, right? Yeah. So uh, I may have said at the top of the show that this is November twenty first. It's twenty second. Ah. Uh, because this this aired on Tuesday apparently of that mm-hmm. week, oh. which I always remember prime time being on Monday, with certain exceptions, you know, for dog shows and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So the the feds have boarded the boat. <laughs> They're gonna take Ian away. Friggin' ab scam. Find that, Mr. Van Buren. Gorilla Mahatsu. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. Mr. Van Buren. Oh, Mr. Van Buren, I'll get him for you. 
Hey, girls! Uh, you give me a ride to LAX? I wouldn't let him get too far away if I were you. Obviously, a law enforcement officer... Hey, give me a lift to the airport. Polymora, still to come. Uh, we haven't finished with this very special edition of Primetime Wrestling, but right now we're going to take a look at where the World Wrestling Federation will be headed. Oh, oh get to play the game again. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully it's different ones than, than before, but um, time, time will tell. It's the World Wrestling Federation on tour. That airplane there... Um, yeah. It's not being flown very steadily. No. Like the <laughs> plane ride from hell. Why are you compl- it's the original plane ride from hell. Pete, why are you complaining about a cartoon plane in a meaningless segment? Like, I don't know. That's who I am, apparently. You're 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 a big fan of the FAA. <laughs> mm. All right. Rochester, New York. Rochester right. War Memorial, Sunday, November twenty seventh. Brutus Beefcake. I'm going to say Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. Coming to these great areas and facilities with action. Sunday, November 27th, Rochester, New York. Rochester War Memorial. Our team will be... (laughs) (laughs) They know who's fucking over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sunday, November 27th, Little Rock, Arkansas. Barton Coliseum. All right. Little Rock, Barton Coliseum. The Rockers. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with the Heart Foundation. Okay. Brutus the Barber. Ah! Others in Little Rock. Damn it. Yeah. As I understand, he used to cut Bill Clinton's hair back in the day. (laughs) Will you stop? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Sunday, November 27th, Indianapolis, Indiana, Market Square. All right, Market Square Arena in Indianapolis on Sunday the 27th. So we know it's not, um, you know, what the first one was. Uh, Uh, Okay. Akeem. Is it it possible that this is the boss man? I'd say that it's very possible it's the boss man. So I'll say the big boss man. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the the million-dollar man. Oh, oh, yeah. Arena. Hulk Hogan will be in Indianapolis. Yeah, the last time he was there, he fucking lost the title. Mm. Well, not maybe not the last time, but earlier in the year. Sunday, November 27th, Syracuse, New York, Onondaga County War Memorial. All right, Syracuse. That's got to be, I don't know if it's a sea show or, or what, but who do you got for Syracuse? Hillbilly Jim. Hmm. I'm going to say the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. The champion, Macho Man Randy Savage, oh. in action in Syracuse. Oh. Saturday, November 26th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Tulsa Convention Center. Tulsa Convention Center, November 26th. That's got to be like, that's the Rockers. I'll say the Rockers. I'm trying to think if there's anybody who has like a Mid-South connection. Oh, well, DiBiase. Like, like who worked Mid-South. DiBiase? But... I think they'll go face here, mm-hmm. e- even though even though they they just hmm. What do I think? You know what? I'm gonna say brain busters. Okay. Ravishing Rick Rude in oh. action. Oh, close, well. close. Well, he worked mid south in '83, but yeah. You know. Tulsa, Saturday, November 26th, New York, New York, Madison Square Garden. Hillbilly Jim. 
one of the, one of the, one of the favorites. Well, the thing that sucks is they they just said Savage and they just said Hogan, yeah. but it's Madison Square Garden, so you know it's an A show. So it's got to be Warrior, right? It's got to be Warrior, yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Fucking Hercules gets the MSG name yeah. drop. Her- wow. Hercules gets the hammer. Wow. <laughs> Captain of the U.S. video game team. When I'm not going prize scores in the arcades, I'm home playing games on my Atari 7800. As an expert, I like the 7800 because there are great arcade hits like Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong Jr. Adventure games like Impossible Mission, sports games like Hat Trick and Real Sports Baseball, action games like Desert Falcon and Karateka, and the 7800 plays all the 2600 games. As a consumer, I like the 7800 because most games cost under 20 bucks. The Atari 7800. Wow. Of the experts. You get what you pay for, buddy. Atari 7800 played the 2600 games. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's it like is. ahead of its time. It is, but the problem with that is they figured out you got to make people buy new games. Yeah. It's like why iPhones break every two years. It's like you got to get them to buy a new iPhone. Yeah. These people are very excited about insulation. To the point where I think it's uh, a little concerning. Yeah, do you know how cold that attic is? Only the floor is insulated. Oh, they got one of those gambling shows where they get like Stu Finer on there to give you the lock of the year. That's a pretty big lock. Yep. (laughs) This is my shoe in of the week. That's a pretty big shoe. This is my shoe in of the week. Crest. Four out of five. That winning smile. Year after year, more dentists recommend Crest than any other toothpaste. Crying at a Crest commercial? What the hell's wrong? What the hell's wrong with me? I'm crying. Oh, promotional consideration. You know, this this was uh, one of our finest bits back in the day, right? Beta carotene. Yeah. Chips. <laughs> yeah, Savage isn't with Slim Jims. No. Hogan's not pushing vitamins. No, this so this point. is going to be... Uh... That, 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 that guy jobbing to his kid in Battleship. Yeah, yeah. Commander Robbie Grant. <laughs> That's the first one. <laughs> Out of the gate. And history is made. Battleship and electronic battleship. Hey, I've watched a bunch of Fall 88 already. Oh, Kyle Petty, we saw this. Yeah, Kyle Petty, uh, as I understand, I don't follow NASCAR very much, but apparently Richard Petty has lost control of Richard Petty Racing Team. Like, I don't, I don't know how that actually comes well, to be. Well, that, that actually, like, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s, like, stepmother. So the so basically, Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s, like, second wife mm-hmm. sued Dale Earnhardt Jr. And so he's not allowed to call himself Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like, for, like he can only call himself Jr. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> it is a thing. Like, that happens a lot. Wait a minute. He, he can't call himself by his birth name? Yeah. He can't call himself. He can only call himself Junior. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. 
All right, Heenan is there talking to the uh, detective. detective. The Marina detective, or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, the Dietrich, or whoever mm-hmm. it is. What are you doing on the boat? I'm a guest of Mr. Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon said you owned the boat. I don't own that boat. I've never been here before in Why my life. Why were you running away? I wasn't running away. Those two bimbos just took off, and they took my watch, I think. That's what I was doing. Well, folks, that wraps it up. Apparently, they didn't have enough good material, so uh, we'll just throw it back to Monsoon and his gold necklace. <laughs> his gold chain. That I think that guy in the sauna in uh, Blues Brothers is the same thing that he wore. Yeah. That's a big medal that he's got on, like a big medallion. Who do you think it is? St. Christopher? St. Peter? Mm. St. Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got, he's got a captain stooping. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do the tag bit. Let me express uh, my apologies for both you and I being flim-flammed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, he's done this to me many times before. I did not think that he would take this out into the public and take advantage of someone like the Van Burens, someone like yourself in a beautiful yacht such as this. Uh, if there are any whatsoever expenses incurred, please feel free to have the Van Burens bill me in care of the USA Network. Well, I called Harbor Security and they're going to oh, take care of it. Oh, it's great. In hands now. Harbor Security, I love it. Yes. He's used <laughs> to dealing with security. Is he? He gets in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But it's, just, it's just a shame, really. But, uh, what are you going to, that's Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's the weasel. The, I expect him to do things like that. I knew from the beginning that maybe this wasn't what it appeared to be, but he really impressed me, and uh, he did a nice job <laughs> well, of it. He did a nice job on me, too. He man. did a job on all of us. But sooner or later, somewhere down the road, he's going to have to pay for it. So until next week, we'll be right <laughs> back here, but see you all Thursday night at the Richfield Coliseum. It's Let's just so bizarre. Because, so because what? They don't really explain, like, what he did. Well, I think the implication is that he stole the guy's boat. Mm, okay. He, he, right. he mis- misrepresented himself to, yeah. to to steal a boat. And now now they cut back to Heenan with uh, Detective Dietrich, mm-hmm. or whatever his name is. You're coming on here and trespassing. I've never been here before in my life. You'll never see me again. I don't ever want to see you here on this dock again. Can I have a make something to maybe the... Uh, uh, get, put that away. I don't ever want to see you here again. How about the you boys' club? Huh? All right, I'll let you go now. I don't ever want to see you again. You'll never see me again. You got my word on it. Trust me. I like how he got the same speech that Biff gave to <laughs> to uh, George I McFly. I don't, I don't want to see you again. in here no more. I don't want to see you again. And we, oh, the we... boat's name was Betty. I figured the boat's name was was WCW, like SEA. <laughs> you see that Kevin Dunn's name was uh, one of the first ones there. You didn't even laugh at that joke. That was a great yeah. joke. I said WCW. <laughs> yeah, boats always have to have stupid puns for names. But, I, don't but they? that's a great punny name for like a Vince McMahon boat. I did. I, I'm sorry. When you said C, I didn't. It didn't register in my head as S E A. Like what was like? What's Belichick's boat name? Like Eight Rings or something like that. Or, yeah. Yeah. Because the defensive yeah. coordinator ones count. Oh, we got three bonus minutes at the end for oh, some good. shit. Consumer update. You know what? We don't have to watch this. <laughs> this is this is all a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> He said as fucking Santa comes on the TV. Come on, huh? <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. 
Pete, why are you so unlikable? I don't know. I don't know what it could be. Why you so? Who's saying that? <laughs> People are talking. <laughs> People are talking, talking by people. It lies, deliberately telling the wrong time to get lazy bones out of bed. The clock from Casio has a synthesized voice that tells you it's later than it is by 10 to 30 minutes. The reports are random, so they don't fit a pattern. And it can't give false times that are earlier. The clock should be available sometime next year for about $52. For the Wall Street Journal, I'm Bill. So, buy this fucking clock that doesn't keep the right time. Okay, yeah. great. Mm. That sounds like fun. Like <laughs> Tell me oh, Wallace! Yes! All right, well, yeah, we're, watch yeah, we're watching this. In Las Vegas, Atlantic City, the Caribbean, Reno, Lake Tahoe, even on cruise ships. Just show your Players Club card and save on rooms. Show the card and save on shows. And save on food. And how about two free room nights in Las Vegas or Atlantic City when you use our Super Saver airfare? <laughs> or Atlantic City. Times of your life called Players Club. No. Who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? All right, we get the USA bumper, but we're going to get something after it, too. I don't think we're going to pick up on what exactly this is. Maybe the start of a Quantum Leap episode? I don't know. Like it's, it's not Silk Stockings, is it? I, no, I don't think Silk Stockings was on in 88. Mm. Somebody's, drive, somebody's driving in a convertible to that dock that I think was the final fight scene in the next Karate Kid. Cruise? Like Ted Cruz? Oh, that's, oh uh, is it Miami Vice? I think it might be, yes. Since that, that appeared to be Don Johnson in that car. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta flash your lights thirteen times. <laughs> Why are we watching a Miami Vice episode? I don't know. It was just Don't worry conscious. about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this is clearly Miami Vice. Yeah. All right. Enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's only six seconds left. All right, well, there you go. So yeah, we made we made it through the the, the two hour program. We did. And and you know what? You know what's up next? <laughs> what? It's Ding. And and yeah, we, yeah, we got to do four separate pods. Yep. <laughs> because the 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 first match with the Warrior versus Honky Bass. It might be my most uh, commonly watched match of the last, like, six years because I put on Ding, and then I fall asleep before it gets to the future matches. Ding. But I always I always stay up for Sam Houston's fucking 11 straight minutes in the ring. <laughs> which is so goddamn irritating. Like, re- really, Sam? Like, remember when fucking um, Valter was pinned in two and a half minutes with a clothesline at that Survivor Series? Yeah. It's like Sam Houston got like four to five times in the ring that 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 guy got. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everything has to be done so quickly these days, don't they? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well. Well, Robin, I... you said it all. <laughs> I said it all, really. <laughs> I did it. No. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one more thing left to say. We got down. We got up. We got funky, and we got bad. <laughs> 
We sure did, didn't we? <laughs> you know, I've played that sound a hundred times now, and it still amuses me as much as it did the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think out of the hundred times you played that, I think like probably 98 of them I always go, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you've developed a, um, you know, let's let's move Pete towards the end of the show here by saying, well, Robin. Well, you said, Robin, you said it all. <laughs> I mean, I, the the only other way that you could possibly do it would be no talking. Yeah. Well, I can't. I but I I would never I would never want to insult the man that way by trying to do an impression of him. <laughs> well, well, you, I think you just have to yell really, really loud. No talking. Yeah. Besides, besides, you are you already do the the Frank Vincent stuff much much. It's fucking nauseating. Yeah. <laughs> that piece of shit. Yeah. I don't even want to say his name. <laughs> well, thank, thank, thank you for joining me. And and please, if you've enjoyed this this thing of ours, mm-hmm. you don't ever admit the existence of this thing. Yes. No, no, we don't. You can you can leave a review on uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever fine podcast reviews are accepted. <laughs> Because they provide what is known as social proof that you're listening to and enjoying this program. <laughs> what you don't like the way that I'm saying it? No, I know. Just you just you can leave it on. I ch- I Apple. changed I cha- I I changed up the cadence like you did. like like a quarterback changing the snap count. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you 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 jumped, so we got a five yard penalty. You just you just went Omaha Omaha. Five-yard penalty, so you have to watch that Red Rooster Patera match at point two five times speed. Ah, point seven five. Yes. Uh yes. All right, so yeah, it, I mean that show means a lot to me. So yeah, breaking it into four podcasts, it's not like it's not like all of them are going to be two hours or anything. But you know. We, 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 we can we can take our time, uh, you know, just discussing, you know, the impact of Scott Casey on the company's mm-hmm. financials. Mm-hmm. Um, Andre selflessly giving himself up. Uh, yeah. Fuji's promo after yeah. the match. Yeah. Bad news fleeing for the first time. Bad news getting in Sean Mooney's face. <laughs> yeah. What do you call me a liar or something? Yeah, yeah. All it's right. called doing the due diligence, Pete. We yeah. are going to do the due diligence to Ding. Speaking of uh, due diligence, did you write your letter to Kern yet? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Oh my God! Well, I'm going to do that. This, I'm going to do that this week. I promise. I feel like I've heard that line, that, that number before. But anyway. <laughs> Do tune in next time. It'll be GFA Live 136. We're gonna get to ding. <laughs> I'm gonna do, I'm gonna talk in a weird cadence. Are we gonna do it as are we gonna do it as 136 part A, 136 part B, 136 part C, no. and 136 part D? <laughs> no, I'll I'll do 136 to 139 because okay. okay. yeah. Unless unless we unless we break off an entire show just for the bad news and powers of pain promos. Like just that will be its own podcast. You n- you never know. Episode one thirty eight might be an episode of uh, the Hogan family. Then it then it then it then it then it.
the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. Well, indeed. Nobody knows what the hell's wrong with me, but that's no. fun. Anyway, tune in next time for another exciting edition of GFA Live. What I wanted to say during the Kempatera match. Turn that off. Turn that off. <laughs>